Hi everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Whew. Well, a lot. A lot, yes. So, <laughs> where to start? Where to start? Well, you guys, um, I know a lot of you don't follow social media, but you do follow the internet, and you've probably all heard, so there's no sense in rehashing. I mean, there is sense in rehashing, but a lot has happened, not just today, but in the last week. Um, and we hate to be trivial, like, oh, all this stuff on Vanderpump Rules. Like, obviously, there's a lot more important things happening in the world than this. Um, this is, I guess, a, a side thing of what happened between the movement we're going through right now, which is so important, and also still the pandemic going around. But we're here to talk about what's happened, and that is what we will do. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who are new listeners to our podcast, um, Sarah and I have been podcasting on Vanderpump Rules for um, almost five years. So we've been, you know, around for a while. If you're new, welcome. Um, so yeah, we, this has been a day. I, so today we got the news that uh, four, four cast members have been let go Um working with Evolution and with Bravo, and that's um, Stassi, Kristen, Max, and Brett. So, um, you know, like Sarah was saying, there there has been a big um, call for for this to happen, and it still was, was shocking to me that it did happen. You know, it was still... Yeah. So here's the thing, like, Okay, a lot of people have been calling for the Max and Brett thing all season long once those tweets came out. Um, a lot of people were actually kind of calling for it anyways because they didn't engage with those characters. Um, nor did I. I didn't engage with uh, Max or Brett. I just never felt connected. It was hard to connect with the newbies. We definitely did later in the season. Um, for me, particularly with Danica and Charlie and Dina, somewhat. But I, th I think a lot of people just didn't resonate or connect with Max and Brett. And this was even before their tweets came out from their past. And I will say, and I've said this before, yes, the, they're, obviously their tweets are horrific and they should be held accountable for them. They were, what, eight to ten years ago. Um, I've said people are like you just you're on a witch hunt you want to get them fired it's like I, I never campaigned for actually anybody to be fired from this show eh, maybe Jax but um, that is something they did I don't I, I, I've said and I'll go on record on this I don't know if they should be fired from Sir and Tom Tom from their day jobs because that happened long ago when they weren't under the employee of Lisa and it's not really relevant to that employee um, but being on the show and such a large platform and is this who you want representing you and the role model and so I would say maybe this isn't the best choice for the show and if they truly have made amends and do not feel this way anymore of course like don't fire someone we could all be fired for something we did 10 years ago um, but they are on a show and it's a public platform and a huge platform and a huge network and so people have been calling for, you know, them to be gone. 
um, well, before and after this, and they, the network chose not to do it. And we saw them gloss over it last week on the reunion. Okay, enough's enough. They said, we're sorry. They said that they were dumb. They said they're, they've grown. And okay, so that was swept that was swept away. It was all clean. They had no intention of firing them. Maybe they weren't going to be asked back for another season. We don't know that, but they weren't fired. Um, you know, they got their confessionals back and whatnot. Um, same kind of goes with this whole thing that has resurfaced with Stassi and Kristen. And I would say more so Stassi because we've already heard these um, things she said a couple years ago. They're the podcast, we podcasted about these podcasts. There were internet articles. There were people protesting, but not enough people cared. Um, I don't know if it's the viewers didn't care or not enough viewers cared. Certainly the network didn't care. The production company didn't care. They, She made her apology, and yes, she suffered. And I know it was a horrible time for Stassi back then, but it they were her own words. Um, I'm leaving Kristen out of this right now because I think back then when these stories surfaced it it was about uh, Stasi and the things she said about the Oscars and the the racially charged remarks now I think the little bit of a difference between their two apologies is Stasi got a, a not a lot of support on her apology whereas Kristen I think at least when I checked initially Kristen had more supportive comments on her apology but you have to kind of Yes, they're lumped in together for this one story, but they're also two different things. Kristen wasn't a part of this Oscar speech and podcast that Stassi did. So she didn't make racially insensitive and offensive remarks the way Stassi did. What she did do is use her power, not, I mean, knowing it or not, maybe just being ignorant as to what you think is a funny joke using your white privilege to call the police on someone for unfound accusations and whatnot she doesn't realize the effect it can have and damage someone's life this is out there for the rest of her life even though it's false the articles are still out there and they weren't thinking ahead and that was very careless and irresponsible and reckless um, and also you can look at it as racially biased and, and stereotyping and looking at someone and saying, oh, doesn't that look like her? Um, so that is Kristen's problem. Stassi's problem is that plus the podcast she did previously two years ago, which she did answer for and apologize for. She did lose sponsors for, but she bounced right back. She bounced right back after her Oscars podcast. Then she had her problematic I don't know, I said I wouldn't use that word. Um, Me Too podcast. Um, that was devastating for her, but she bounced back real, really quickly within a couple months. So, yes, you guys, this isn't um, new stuff. It's just stuff resurfacing. The network knew about this. Production knew about this. Viewers knew about this. Nobody cared as much back then. Um, A, the awareness wasn't there as it is today, as Faith said on our podcast. B, people were still mad at Faith for the Jack's Britney thing. Like, how dare you mess with Britney, the sweetheart? Got it. But you also are doing life-damaging things that her child's going to have to read that weren't true and also could have been triggering and could have 
resulted in a really, really bad situation, especially with everything we've been seeing in the last couple of weeks of, of what's been happening. Um, it's a very dangerous place to go and very careless. And that's what they're answering for. Um, but Stasi did answer for it for a couple of years ago, but it's just nobody either cared or was ready to hear it. Certainly the network, Andy, everybody knew about it. They just kind of swept it under the rug like they did last week with the Max and Brett thing. They addressed it for about, what, two minutes? And then, okay, let's pivot, you know? Yeah. But now so many people, I know Reddit was a huge swell um, of being like, actually, we're not accepting this anymore. The world's in a different place. Um, I do want to address a lot of people we've seen in a, like, Stasi's group. I've gotten a couple DMs, and I really appreciate you guys when you do email us or DM us. If you want to email us, VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com. You can DM uh, Sarah at Pumpers Nation on Instagram or Twitter, or VanderpumpRulesParty on um, Instagram, VPR Party Podcast on Twitter. I really appreciate if you disagree or if you have a point or you have something I found that really constructive. Uh, today I got a few and people thought I was um, ex- exploiting something or relishing or enjoying something. And I got the point. I do get it. Um, I also saw, like I said, in Stasi's group, someone uh, showed us, oh, these VPR girls, they're relishing in joy of their demise. And it's like, that is not at all. Um, you've been a Stasi fan. I've been a Stasi fan. We've said pretty much every single podcast a lot, like, oh, we can see Stassi on the show. We can, we want Christian on the show. That is not it. We don't want uh, the demise of their careers. Um, we don't relish and joy over it at all. I don't relish and joy at the demise of anyone's career. Um, so, yeah, note that. And we've actually been very supportive. We've supported Kristen's businesses. We've supported Stassi's business. Even if I don't enjoy her book, there's a lot of people that listen that are Stassi fans and wanted to read her book, so we purchased them. We don't do Patreon, so we're not even using Patreon money. We're using our own money, personal money, to buy these things to give away to support the cast, as we've done all of the cast members. So for us just to buy Ariana's stuff or Sheena's stuff, we don't want to be biased like that, so we gave but, away some Stassi yeah. stuff. Yeah, we've also given away jewelry made by her mother. You know, we've given out. Yeah, we've definitely you supported went, Stassi's We purchased businesses. VIP show, uh, tickets to her show that you went to. I, I was going to go with you, but I was out of town. You went. Um, they weren't cheap, and you got merch, and you gave away some merch. And so enough with this uh, we hate Stassi because that is – not the case it's just holding accountability for something that happened before yes i actually i actually think that like i am like a perfect example of um like a like a vanderpump rules fan in that like i absolutely loved stassi and if you listen to our episodes from the beginning I mean that like she's she's why I started podcasting. She's why I watched the show. I mean the whole you know kit caboodle. But um, as you know, as these things started happening, 
I had to, I had like, you know, looking at them in detail, like we do on this podcast, like I had to pull my support from her from being a full on fan because I could not defend like why I could possibly be a full on Stassi fan. Things that she was doing, her actions were just not aligned with how I thought. And it was um, becoming like very dangerous, you know, her, her process of thinking and, um, I mean, yeah, as soon as the, the, you know, controversial stuff started happening, that's when I really started questioning, like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And I really went through it with her, you know, of, and so I, I actually under, I'm, a, I'm very sympathetic to what people who are fully on Stassi's side right now, like, I, I hope, I hope that they are on a journey right now where if they, you know, they're hurt that of what's happening to her, that they like possibly learn a lesson from this and, and see like that the comments that she made, like, are they're just what she did and every, it, it's just unacceptable. And I, I am happy th- that Bravo handled it like this and Evolution Media handled it like this because to be honest, I didn't know what I was going to say on this podcast if it was, if this didn't happen. I was ready to say, to Sarah, you know, I, I haven't even had this conversation with Sarah, but I was ready to say, Sarah, I don't think I can continue this podcast and watch this show if, like, like we are literally supporting this if we continue. Like, I, I, I can't do it. Just and um, it. And so yeah. I feel like I still am, am struggling with those thoughts right now, to be honest. I, I really am. But um, this... I feel like this helped a little bit. I feel I feel like the voices have been heard. I'm I'm I feel relieved for Faith that you know now she's been heard. You know a little bit. You know it's a little late, but um, so I don't. I I definitely I'm I I I totally understand. I mean, Stassi's whole life just fell apart, and so did Kristen's and Brett. You know all of theirs, but it's in the bigger picture of it it's not about them that that's what this whole movement is about it's not about them it's not about us it's not about us have like oh, our little shows taken away like it does like this yeah that's the point like we're, it's it's bigger than that you guys like come on yeah and honestly okay i mean i love this quote you know people don't change until it's too painful not to and that's where I am. A lot of people are like, well, this was two years ago. She already apologized for it. We, we, hear, we see a lot of those comments. Um, and yes, that's true. But also since that time, and, and I'm talking very recently too, I have had her, heard her podcast saying she feels stifled. She'll be on with like Jackie or Taylor Strucker and be like, oh no, please say it because I can't because I'm stifled because people jump all over me, but you can say it. And she's um, said in so many words or, or, or less um, how basically she has her opinions, but she gets in trouble for them, so she can't say them anymore. And I just always got the vibe from those different podcasts that's like, oh, so you still hold, you kind of still think you're right, and you still hold those opinions. Like, and I'm not even talking about the Oscars, I'm talking about the Me Too stuff, and you still kind of feel that way. But now you know you can't say them because people attack you, but you encourage your friends who are beloved in a different group. Oh, you can say it because they're just being honest, but Stasi can't say it. I don't know. I just, I you know, think <laughs> that she, she really, 
she was devastated two years ago, had a meltdown, and I still think she somewhat may feel, I'm not saying 100%, but again, it's now the, it's now this, but she's still like, well, but I, I'm, people, basically what she was saying is, why are people so sensitive, and why do we have to be so politically correct? And well, no, I know I, the I, meltdown. Yeah, I, I think she like truly, you know, has the feelings of the people who are in are in like crazy support of her that have started you know campaigns to get her back on the show and you know all these pages in support of her fan clubs and things like that that have literally started two days ago I feel like um yeah like 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 um those people think that yeah because it happened so long ago it doesn't matter but it's like they're like truly missing the point like I I, I it's yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yes, you guys are right. It did happen two years ago, and nobody cared. It was a story, but nobody cared. The network knew. Everyone was tweeting and tagging back then, Bravo and Evolution and Andy. Everyone knew. Mm -hmm. Nobody cared. There was no call to action. There was no push. Right now, there's a push and a call to action, and they have to answer to it. Same with the sponsors. Do the sponsors, half of them give a shit oh they're following the masses you need to follow what the masses are doing because you're selling your product to the masses i i mean i certainly hope they all do care but a lot of them you know it's like well you knew this before you knew what you were getting into but they're responding to people um and again holly and i weren't out there campaigning fire 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 everyone's like oh these girls got it started it's like uh we already addressed this situation two years ago on on multiple podcasts two years ago. I'm sorry everyone else is catching up. We didn't perpetuate this last week. This all happened. And all we did was report what happened. There's a whole lot of other pages that reported and, and, and whatever. Uh, but we gave Faith a platform to speak her truth and how it affected her because that is what is important. Because here's the thing. Stasi, I know, is probably in complete meltdown mode. She was two years ago, understandably. I'm sure she's even worse right now. And I am actually very concerned. I don't hate Stasi. I'm very concerned. Actually, um, more so than Kristen, I feel like Kristen can, like, Stasi's just very, like, m more fragile, I think, than Kristen. And I think I'm actually, I've said it to a few people, I'm actually concerned about her mental health, and I hope she has trusted supportive people around her because I don't want anything bad to happen to her or to Kristen I don't want them to get too caught up in what's going to happen to me and oh my god I'm a husband but also let's keep in mind what they're going through right now yes it's awful it's horrible but imagine that is your whole life and you live your whole life being targeted like that. So every day you could feel like that because you are targeted because of race. And so while I do have empathy for them and it's a terrible time and I don't want to see the demise of anyone, you also have to know it's kind of that you don't change until it's too painful not to. It's like people have this is the whole point of this movement is this is what happened to people what happens to people every single day we don't know this is where white privilege we're not saying we're white privilege oh we're all white and rich and we have we don't know it's like no you could be poor and white and you still have white privilege 
because you don't have this experience on a day-to-day basis of being targeted. And so they're experiencing being targeted right now, which is what black people and other people of color experience on a day-to-day basis. And we're just, maybe this is just an awakening so the Stasi fans and followers can maybe see, oh, wow, Stasi's having a really hard time. Oh, wow, is this what happens to other people? Like, every day of their life so we need to remember that and that and that is the point of this whole thing mm-hmm. I yeah no i i just i mean i know how i feel right now and i'm not stassi and i'm not and i i do have white privilege i'm sitting here and i know how i feel so i can't imagine what what anyone in like involved in this feels because it i mean yeah. Ooh, it is you know it's it's a lot so i guess those of you not following social media i guess we'll recap um stassi has lost her sponsors her podcast is gone it's off itunes her pr agency her talent agency all gone um, no word on her book number two or her podcast tour right now that's still on the venue with Ticketmaster and Live Nation Um, I do want to point this out some people have uh, DM'd me asking for help on like advice and what they could do to get a refund because I do know when they rescheduled her tour for next year I think there was a small window where you could get a refund but you know you got some diehard fans that are like oh wait you know First of all, I don't think it's right to hold on to someone's money for a year. A year is a very long time. Ticketmaster and Live Nation can be making interest off that, right? When you, During this pandemic, people need every dollar they have, right? So I do think they should offer refunds. Um, I do know, obviously, they're hurting because basically they deal in large venues and none of that's happening. Um, but I said, well, contact the seller and just say, you know, A, it's a year away, I can't wait, I need my money now, and also B, given recent developments, I don't feel engaged to go support this podcast tour anymore. Um, So she did, uh, well, this is the first person I talked to, I I actually got a couple more people after that, Um, and Live Nation and Ticketmaster said no, no refunds. Um, We had someone that used to work there that contacted some people, And they said, well, as long as it's on the roster, they're not going to give refunds. So they may drop it. And I think you guys, if they cancel it, you'll get your money back. But at the same time, if you don't, um, that's why I tweeted it out. And I put it on Instagram and tagged Live Nation and Ticketmaster. Like right now of all times when people are coming through this pandemic and people are out of jobs and working and they need every dime they have, um, just retweet retag um get people that that do want a refund back and maybe you know maybe it doesn't even have to do stuff maybe they just need a refund and you know it's held up for a year let people rebuy the tickets in six months uh, you know so that's my call to action <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, at the same time so we don't know about stassi's book or her podcast tour, but Kristen's book publisher did issue a statement and said they're canceling all promotion and marketing around the book. Um, I had signed up for a Zoom marketing call and 
that they canceled that last week and so I asked for a refund and they quickly got back to me and and said yes you will be issued a refund so if anyone else signed up for Kristen's Zoom just contact them and they said they would refund me um, because what I, I mean that was only I know Stasi's podcast tours are a lot more but this was $41 it's like hey everyone can use $41 I mean like, if it's not happening I paid for an event that's not happening so um, they cancel it I didn't ask for a refund last week when they canceled it I said I'll just wait but now that they've canceled all promotion and marketing yeah I'm gonna ask for a refund because I did, that just went nowhere yeah so anyways anyone else in that same boat um yeah Jack's just been a now there's a new there's a swell and you know Jack's did the same thing now Jack's so it's it's really it's kind of an interesting law case because Stassi and Kristen took actions right they called the police a couple times they called them or, or were or did call the military police they were trying to frame uh, faith in this crime Jax then tweeted she's wanted for it's like a libel slander case she's wanted for grand theft auto she's AWOL from the military someone's going to jail now his following is very huge so he tweeted that out well millions read it and also he's public so let's say he has a million followers well there's a another million people that don't follow him that still read that or more obviously more right mm -hmm. so is he liable too because he sent out that slander and it was very it's false false ac accusations like Kristen Stassi made um, and then he also I don't know I think that that's a little problematic oh god I gotta stop that um, <laughs> but then the other thing it was very interesting what kind of happened today I'm really ashamed of myself for not remembering this because I know you and I talked about this last year. Um, I know you don't watch 90 Day Fiance, but I love it and I watch all of it. Um, he got into a Twitter war with some of the 90 Day Fiance people and really insulted um, some real racial insults to this man named Jay and his wife is Ashley and Jay is from Jamaica and he said oh your nose is bigger than your head and it's just kind of like saying like Faith said the nappy hair it's a racially charged insult it's specific to you know you're just you're hitting on it's kind of like you call the stereotype oh you well I'm not you know what I'm not going to go there with comparisons um, but I remember when that happened and he said a lot of things because Jax was also on a live and said way more um, serious things than than just that and so Ashley today when she heard about the firing tweeted well that's great but um, how about Jax because he said all these racial things to my husband and so that's kind of going around right now and that is true and you know our podcast on Friday when you know we were talking about the person working on the show on the inside about all of these uh, racial comments racist comments homophobic things and events that happened they were very specific it was very much around Jack's there were some around Stassi um, Brittany was thrown in there I'm not going to talk about specifics and we just 
talked about the overall. I'm not going to get into detail because I'm not going, you know, going to protect what I heard. Um, but it's it's just very in line with with what's going on. And then and then you see Jax out of the blue. Oh, why would you post a picture from Christmas? As Holly said, in June. Oh, and then and Brittany posted a picture of her black nephew. I miss my family so much. It's like really today. That's what. Oh, you're randomly gonna post a picture of you and your black nephew. Yeah, or t- yesterday or today and. Jax posted a picture a couple days ago with Brittany's family with uh, one or two black members in there in, in Christmas outfits. It's like, why are you posting a Christmas outfit in June? Like, cool, you miss your family. Maybe you can go see them because the pandemic's lifted a little bit. You can go fly. Awesome. I just thought it was very, like, tokenizing. Like, oh, see, y'all, look, ah. I'm not racist. I got. I'm not. I've never said Brittany is racist. Obviously, we've talked to her ex-boyfriend of four years, who's a doll. He's a genuine, amazing, soulful, kind, peaceful person who is black. And she obviously saw that that he was such an amazing soul. So I don't. I, and, and to her nephew, I've never said Brittany's racist. Can she make racially charged remarks? She's denying it. I guess now. I think it's a very random thing for Faith to make up and say um, consistently because y'all remember we interviewed Faith a couple years ago and she said the exact same thing then as she says today. Her statement has not changed. Um, I think they know, Brittany knows it wasn't recorded. They blocked their number. She was yelling in the background. She knows there's no proof. So of course she's going to deny it. Okay, so if it didn't happen, I just think it's a very random and specific statement for something that Faith would just make up. Like, why would she make up that? It, why wouldn't she make up something even more worse? You know, it's just Brittany's doubling down, and, you know, after she denied it, she wrote this big post. I didn't say that. I, that never happened. And then she took her post down, I just, and, and then, and, and like, also, she posted pictures of her black family members. I don't know. It just seemed tokenizing. Well, it, and sorry, there, uh, yeah, well, I just, I also feel like there is, like, a, um, a type of person, too, that, um, can be, like, very much into black men, but hate on black women. I, I like it's it's truly a thing like they you know like she has yeah she can have a positive relationship and then you know be hateful towards women and I think we have seen that behavior from her especially with Faith you know she's never it's always been Faith's fault not Jack's fault um mm-hmm. you know she she definitely likes to to point fingers at the the women so yeah I don't know I think what you had said um, rather than just sweeping over it um, as they did last week on the reunion which was filmed you know you guys a month month and a half ago before any of this and and even maybe Kristen Stassi didn't need to get fired maybe Max and Brett didn't need to get fired if they had handled it like Holly said in open dialogue on the show like actually on the show but also on the reunion where they talk about it openly and they say oh well I didn't mean this and then someone says well this is how it could come across or this is the effect of this way of thinking or these words can have and you have that live conversation because the thing is it's like 
they're all, I don't think any single one of them are blatant racist. I don't think any single one of them are KKK card marrying, uh, card carrying people. There's a lot of people that are just, it's coming from ignorance. It's just, you don't realize the effect. So if you had this open dialogue and addressed it, maybe that could have gotten a lot further and you could have affected a lot more people's way of thinking instead of now everyone coming to the defense of she said that two years ago and she apologized instead of handling it defensively like everybody is now it could have been like oh I didn't see it this way maybe sit down with Faith and Kristen and Stassi and be like oh I didn't realize oh this will impact your entire life and you didn't do this and oh your child and maybe handle it that way instead of just fire 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 and then we don't talk about it mm-hmm. like we should talk about it because well, it, that's the only way that awareness is going to spread and people are going to get it well and i i feel i feel like that's one of the biggest arguments coming from um people who are super upset by the move that bravo made you know to make these firings is they're saying have none of you done anything wrong have you never done anything wrong like she said sorry now we're, we're just gonna you know this is ridiculous cancel culture blah 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 um and no, that is not what I don't think that is what anyone is saying. We, of course, we have all made mistakes. Like that's yes, um, but yeah. Someone said, "Go ahead." Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like I just I shoot. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um, Someone um, said DM'd me. Oh, and you're perfect. And I, I responded. I'm like one, probably yes. And then B, number two, I said, oh, yeah, I said, what a, you know, just a normal. And and then I followed up. I'm like, you know, some people can take this out of context. I'm like, I better make sure. I'm like, and also you do, please make sure, you know, number one is sarcastic, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, yes, we all made mistakes. Um, so I know you don't watch Real, High Sw- Real Housewives of Potomac. And quite honestly, this isn't my favorite Potomac housewife, but she really she was really coming out on force on Twitter and but I liked what she said so I'm just gonna read it I'm not gonna she said first I just think it's really important to not just fire people because the trend now holds you accountable for endorsing and employing racial terrorists leadership needs to explain why they chose not to tolerate racial discrimination and prejudice Anyone can follow the leader. What separates parrots from agents of change slash trailblazers is comprehension of action. Why was it important to remove these people who kept their jobs months and years after their indiscretions were made public? So that's the thing. It's like everyone knew about this two years ago. So for those of you saying, why can't you let it go? She apologized two years ago. It's like, well, A, we didn't resurface this. This resurfaced. Um, everyone knew about this. The networks, production, Andy. But Candace makes a good point. It's like, well, well, why wasn't there a discussion or action back then? And yeah. that really is the question. So, yeah, do I think someone should be like just their career ended because of something that happened two years ago that the world knew about no and there's a movement of change that happened and yes now they're answering to it again yeah that yeah that's what i wanted to say is like um 
with with this um, this movement and change and how we're talking about it, it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, and it's it's uncomfortable bringing this up again after two years. Like, it, it, does it feel good to have to think that you know Stassi thought that she was going to be watching the the second part of the reunion, planning her wedding, going to Lala's wedding that's going to be filmed. But now this is brought up and like she's literally fired. Is that comfortable? No. But what happened was like there was actions that Stassi took and Kristen took and Max and Brett. And unfortunately, like these are the consequences and these are what the people are not going to stand for anymore. So in a way, like I just I wonder, I mean, I'm sure that they're not at this place right now, but I wonder you know, as time passes and as maybe everyone's kind of able to like reflect on what's going on and, you know, I'm sure things are going to change and move and whatever. I just wonder if, if they will be able to look at this and say, okay, like I am going to take a step back. I'm going to see what I can do to better myself. And, um, you know, it, it truly could give them a completely different perspective now and and a way to talk to people because they really have been, you know, knocked completely off of their pedestal and they're going to, they they have to change if they are ever going to come back or, you know, just to, like, yeah. they, they definitely have hit rock bottom. So. Yeah. Now, um, part of this, so the first problematic thing started with Stassi's podcast, which they're all now taken down, but obviously you guys know there's links everywhere. Everyone has it recorded. You can join our group, Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, in the in Facebook and and access these things. Um, I've shown clips of certain things. I didn't show clips of Stasi's because they were still readily available on my Instagram on Pumpers Nation. Um, Jackie's was taken down, which she addressed on her podcast. Um, we have the full episode also in the Facebook group. Um, there's some clips. Those are the clips I posted in, on Pumpers Nation um, because that was taken down at the time. Now, she has since come out yesterday with uh, a, a podcast addressing this and her role. And now I'll ask your thoughts. How did you feel about that? And I'll let you address that first. Um... Uh, I don't know. I, I, you want, yeah, you, you want me? Yeah, you go. For, yeah, hold on. Sorry, I was not ready for that. Okay, sorry. Um, I mean, I listen, and and that's the thing. It's like you, if you don't listen to Jackie Schimmel, it's probably not going to. It, it's going to come off badly. If you are a regular listener of her, you'll get it. I am not a regular listener. However, I have listened from time to time and I understand her way. So it does, it's very raw and honest, but it also can come off as very defensive. And well, I only did this and I only did that, but she is tackling it head to head. She said, I appreciate this part because um, she's not looking for credit, which a lot of people are always looking for credit, right? Um, I know we've even said it about ourselves. It's like, no one gives us credit. Um, she said she had, before even podcasting or talking about it on social media, four days prior, she had contacted Faith, I assume through, you know, a DM situation. I assume she doesn't have her phone number. Um, 
privately apologizing and she just wanted to give that space to breathe and she goes I don't expect her to respond or whatnot but she wanted to give she wanted to do that privately and give that its own space and then so she released her podcast yesterday addressing the situation and and taking ownership and accountability um if you don't know who she is and you don't listen to her yeah it's gonna come off as bitchy well her thing is called the bitch bible it's gonna come off stassi-esque and defensive and well i didn't do this and da 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 and i'm gonna learn um but at the same time i guess if you are a loyal listener you're going to be like okay she's she's owning it so yeah i um i I don't consider myself like a um, a regular listener, but I, I have listened to her enough to where I, I um I mean I didn't even I actually thought it was I appreciated that she got out in front of this and that she said yeah. you know she she owned up to what she did. I appreciated that she DM'd Faith an apology and um and I even liked that she kind of criticized the fact that she that they decided to take the podcast down. Um, yeah, she said, in retrospect, it was cowardly, and we should have left it up. And so I, I appreciate she owned up to it that it was herself and her podcast producer, Dear Dear Media, they made it jointly. Mm-hmm. So she owned that. Yeah. Which she didn't initially. She said it was her platform that took it down. So she owned her own shit. Mm-hmm. So I can respect that. Yeah, I just, I, um, it was just like, I, I think that it, it just felt so refreshing. And um, since we had not heard anything from Stassi nor Kristen, like I was, I was waiting for something. And then to, to hear this from her, I don't know. I was, I was. Yeah. I was impressed. I was like, wow, like I'm, I'm glad that she said something. And, um, I also thought it was impressive that like she said, she really has, you know, um, grown her podcast from nothing and she doesn't have a publicist and she is who she is. And, you know, she, and people can, can write to her. Yeah. She doesn't edit. And as we don't, (laughs) I can, I, I can relate to that because yeah, because we don't. And, Trust me, if we edited, you wouldn't hear a lot of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she drinking out of a straw? Why is she coughing? <laughs> yeah. It's not edited, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I don't, because I don't know how to. That's the main reason. <laughs> Otherwise, I would. But yeah, I don't have, we just don't have time. So this is just, this is how we communicate with you guys. So, and I don't know. So, yeah, I... I actually I messaged Jackie and I said, you know what? I thought it was I I'm I listened to your apology and I thought, you know, that was I, I'm happy that you said something. And she wrote back and and um and volunteered the info to to me that she you know had DM'd Faith, but she hadn't heard from her. Which, you know, she's saying, you know, she doesn't have to hear from her. But I just thought that was interesting. Um, And I'm glad that she did. I'm glad that she opened up that dialogue. And I'm sure that if Faith ever wants to talk to her, she will. Or if she doesn't, that's her choice, too. So, yeah. And it's nice she DM'd you back as people are DMing. Like, you guys, I mean, you're going to leave a review of what you want. Do what you want to do. Obviously, we'd love you to leave a nice review or just a five-star. But... You're going to do what you're going to do. If you do want actual constructive criticism for us to hear it, 
like people did to me today, DM it. It was a very good conversation both ways. I got their point. They got mine. I have a new perspective. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't sensitive about this or I was an asshole. Like I put up the, you know, the Stasi thing and I put on that bye-bye American, you know, bye-bye, Miss. I was feeling that in the moment and I realized, okay, I can see where people are like, oh, they're just relishing. They're getting joy out of this. It really wasn't that. It just that struck my mood, and I can see it's very callous. Wait, and, wait, you you did an you, asshole you, move. you put that on today? Do you not follow me, Holly? <laughs> I don't. I don't ever. I never have volume up. Like I, I just, I just can't. Oh well, no. It was the. It was a story, and then I put that song because that's what came into my head at the time, and I was just feeling that in the moment because I was very agitated on some things I read and I was like bye bye Miss Kimmer. but you know I will have you say or have you note that I edited it to make sure it wasn't like when they die or like I t- made sure it wasn't that part because I'm like I don't want anyone to die I don't want anyone the demise of anyone I was just like bye bye Miss American Pie because she really is Miss American Pie on the on the show and then the next one which I do not feel bad about was the one of well, Jax Taylor's next because his tweet when he did that irresponsible tweet. So on that one, I put another one, bites of dust, and another one down. I don't feel bad about that one because it's Jax. Yeah, but I will say, okay, maybe See, I was but this, insensitive but, but this is about what I, the Exactly, this is what I'm talking about, though. Like. I feel like if you're able to talk about it and to recognize that, like this, like this is, like I'm sure people would love to hear if that, if they didn't like that, like that's so cool that you're saying that. You know what I mean? And maybe people are mad about the Game of Thrones meme that um, that I posted. That um, I did see someone mad about that, and I didn't understand it because I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I'm like, I don't even know what she's talking about. Oh, but, what, okay. what, what did someone say? Something like it was gross or something. Oh. Um, <laughs> Read I'm, your comments, girl. <laughs> no, trust me. I know you have. Like this day, I had to recharge my phone a thousand billion times. I tried to work out outside in this thousand degree degree heat, and my my phone's like it's about dead. I was like, are you kidding me? I don't even have a podcast to listen to. There's nothing released. I was listening to shit I don't want to listen to. And it's like, it's almost dead. I'm like, oh, we've had to charge our phones so many times. Well, granted, you guys, I'm still on the iPhone 6, so it's time for me to upgrade. <laughs> I'm sure it's because it's so old. My battery holds nothing. But I'm sure you've had to recharge your phone because we are just getting blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was crazy. I'm sorry. Like, yes, I'm on the six. That's really embarrassing, but you know, it's real. It's relatable. I don't. I still have a tube TV in my bedroom because I don't agree with throwing things out if they still work. Okay. <laughs> Hence the escape. And by the way, that's coming very handy, you guys. You, you guys, the long term, long time listener. Um, you guys remember when I left my. Um, other car, which is a 2003 beautiful escape in my driveway running for 12 hours. And the police, while Holly was here podcasting, boo, 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 boom. And we freaked out. Yeah, that was because I left that car running because I needed to charge the battery. I don't give up on things that still work. Okay. 
I got a little bit of a hoarder problem going on. If something's still working, I will throw the tube TV away when it breaks. Okay? I'll recycle it. I'll do something. But it still works, and it's all I need. Same with my iPhone 6. It's not working so great. It's time to upgrade. I'm a little bit lazy. I haven't gone to T-Mobile because I need to go actually in person for them to do the whole transfer thing because I'm not I'm not able to do that on my own. I need everything working <laughs> properly. I need all my emails and passwords and apps and pick, I need everything done. And every time I've done gone there, they do it right. So it's gonna happen. I'm just yeah waiting. Okay, sorry, diverted. Did you hear that T-Mobile um, merged with Sprint? Well, they've owned them for a long time. Oh, I didn't know they that. Just, well, Sprint's always rented the towers from T-Mobile, and so does uh, Metro PCS. Wow. Mm-hmm. Trust me. My sister tells me all this thing. You know, you can save a lot of money because they use the same towers, and you're paying a fraction of the price. Trust me. I hear it all the time. She's always got some money-saving you know, you oh, oh, I need a tent. <gasps> I can get one from China. If we order 500, we'll get them for like a fifth the price. I'm like, I don't need 500 tents, okay? <laughs> but that's always her answer. She always is. A, she's always got a back way to like find a deal or you know. Yeah. But sometimes it really works out. You know, like the the hotel sitch really works out in my favor. So so tonight, you guys, it's so hot here, and my internet kept dropping, like it dropped on the last podcast, and it's so hot. And I thought, well, when we did the premiere party, I know like this certain chain of hotels has the early feed of Bravo, so I thought, well, let me see what I can do with my discount card of being affiliate member of you know this hotel chain. And I literally called this hotel by Holly's house, like literally a block. And because um, it's the same chain that I know does have Bravo and does have the early feed, but it probably varies hotel to hotel. So I literally called them today because A, I need air conditioning. Um, but the, the, the two no's for me was their pool wasn't open and no Bravo. Now, mm. the other thing was the other one on the bay, um, you, know, you know, right in Newport, the mm-hmm. big hotel. On the bay. Mm-hmm. I called them. Okay, so the one by your house was $49 with my card. This one was $69, which is normally like a $500 night hotel, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, $69? Oh. So I called them. I didn't ask if they had Bravo because I'm like, you know, they're going to charge me to park. It's probably going to be $30. And I'm like, it's not worth it. They might have Bravo in the early feed. But so I called them like, is your pool open? They're like, yes, the pool's open. But it's first come for serve, 20 people max. I'm like, well, it's a work day. I can't gamble with that. And also, if you don't have Bravo, what's the point? And then you're going to charge me for parking. And I'm like, is your gym open? Nope, no gym open. I'm like, "Mm, not spending that much money. Even though it's a bargain, I'm getting a fifth the price, but not right now. Not on a Tuesday. Maybe totally. this week. And we're fine. <laughs> yeah. It worked out. All right. So I don't have anything else, do you? No, let's get into it. So we'll talk about the reunion, guys, now. Let's uh, change gears, uh, not to minimize anything, but just let's... We all got to breathe and have some fun. Yes. So. All right. Okay, so I did not like, I mean, obvious, I, th- I think that I was like 
my jaw was clenched the entire time I was watching this episode because I was, ex- well, actually, I wasn't expecting anything to be said about what happened today because um, our friends on the East Coast let us know that nothing was going to happen. Um, I thought maybe they'd put like a little blurb up on the screen that said like, after, yeah. you know, careful consideration, did it, you know, so- something, but there was nothing. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't just not air it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should they they should have done something like that. Maybe it was too uh, too little, not enough preparation. Yeah. To get it from the cutting room floor to production to the airing people or whatever. I think but I, there should yeah. have been something. I think it's that, and I like I. I truly believe that, like the the cast is shocked right now. Um, we saw that uh, Danica canceled an interview that she has that's coming up tomorrow. I have a feeling that there, everyone's like, let's pump the brakes, let's get everything in order before you know um, anyone starts talking about anything. Okay, can I ask you? No, I just saw that before we podcasted. She canceled a interview or a podcast. I'm sorry, really, with who? Uh, Ryan Bailey. So, well, what about what about? Are, are you, uh, are, you confu- not- are you confused on how like there was press happening at like during the reunion since since they are putting a, a stop to that? Um, since the email I got from the PR person at NBC Universal Bravo that said, "I'm sorry," when we tried to interview, um, Kara. In Vegas, who is not even a cast member, I'm sorry. The show is wrapped. We're no longer doing press or marketing for the show. I'm like, but she's not even a cast member, and this could help her, and she wants to do it. Oh, no, we're not doing any more interviews or podcasts. Is it, so is Danica it sh- was supposed to go on Ryan's. That's interesting. Uh, I think I may need to follow up with uh, Paige. What, what would you consider her, though, if she's not a cast member? Well, Danica's a cast member. She's a credited cast member. I mean, like, but if you're on the show, like, you are a cast member. I don't know. Like, or am I wrong with that? I don't know. I don't think she, she I think she was paid, like, a cameo fee. I think um, someone like uh, Jeremy is paid more than Kara was. But, I mean, she appeared a couple times, like, in more than one episode. Like, I'm sure that she's... Well, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, she would be... Like, her name would appear under cast, like, cast. Wouldn't it? Mm, I think it would. Well, on her own IMDb, like, as featured as herself. um, But if you go to the Bravo credits, like, Kara as Kara. Like, mm, I don't know. I just I, I don't think I don't think that they would have been so protective over her if she wasn't you know like a well I think I hope that this means there's plans for her and there's a future for her and that's maybe why they're protecting yeah or they're just discriminating against us which fine I, I think I think it's the latter <laughs> I really do wow I do and that's like <laughs> yeah I, I'm not even gonna get into it but yeah I do Huh. Okay. Game on. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, it took everything in me to not like to not uh, respond to you know send another email to um, to Paige and say. Um, by the way, we had faith on our podcast to to speak about you know yeah. the, w- what's going on right now with you know Stassi and Kristen. Like, is is that okay? Is that approved by you, um, Paige? Um, yeah. Also, because according to Stassi and Kristen's public apologies, they apologized to their fellow castmate, Faith Stowers, which you know in fucking hell they would never refer to her as a castmate they never did before they never would now they wouldn't have said that two weeks ago you know Kristen and Stassi don't acknowledge uh, Charlie and Danica's castmate they say those other people or don't say her name or we've heard through many inside sources they uh, they were you're not allowed to say face name you say that person or that homewrecking whore that's how she was uh, talked about. You weren't allowed to say her actual name. Oh, but now they say our fellow castmate. They don't call her that. They never did. This is PR. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fucked up. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Back to the episode. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to skip over so that. So it, it, it picks up with the mom thing and Lala. We're not mentioning parents. And Jack is like, shit, well, you're an awful person. And, you know, Andy starts muting. Yeah. And Sandoval's like, I've, you've ne- I've never had anyone do such fucked up thing- things to me. And Jack's is like, yeah. And I have his name tattooed on my arm. It's like, yeah, that, that's not very special, Jax. You have everyone's, you've had everyone's name on your arm. Like, that was, it's like, oh, my God, I feel so special. So like cover her up like you did Kermans. Cover it up like you did Stassi. Stassi yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, that's, a, wow. Like, it's actually like an insult. Um, but, yeah, I, I was actually a little disappointed that they, they couldn't give us something else to start off this episode. I felt like it really repeated, and it didn't even repeat that good of a part. Like, it was – I mean, I, I know they had to, like, play a little bit back to get us into it, but I, I feel like like I would have rather talked more about the pastor or something like that. Like, the, bringing up yeah. the dad thing, it just – it didn't work for me. And then the chaoticness of, of Andy trying to mute them and then – uh, yeah. they come back on screen and it's just Tom and Jax and Andy asks him, you know, Jax, you, you said that you wanted to grow old with Tom. Like, do you still feel like that? And, um, and then T. Sandy kind of launches into, I thought I, I did like this part. He was like, you know what, Jax, like, I want the best for you. I just want you to like, try to be a better person. Like, I just want you to like, do good. I want you to to better yourself. Just be better. Well, rather than Jack saying like, you know what, man? Like, thanks. Like, I I want the same for you. He's like, I'm great. I feel great. Yeah, I feel great. I'm fine. Well, <laughs> I don't need to be better. I feel great. Yeah. Can they show those quarantine pictures? What are you doing in quarantine? And then they're like, shot. Oh. Okay. Then eat a hooter wing. Take another shot. Then shoot a basketball. Take another shot. Jump in the pool. Take another shot. Honey, <laughs> like, oh. stop it. Yeah, like, oh. Like, um, let me just tell you right now, like, there is, I, I'm just going to jump ahead. I have to, like, blurt out my two favorite moments because I can't hold it in anymore. My two <laughs> favorite moments were, number one, 
Jackson Brittany's um, dogs barking during Katie's oh. talk. And, Katie, and she was annoyed and Andy was annoyed. She's like, those dogs, shut them up. Um, that was hilarious. And then the my second favorite part of the part two reunion was when Lala um, gets called out for making fun of Sheena's crop tops while wearing a crop top. <laughs> like, the, that was my favorite. Like, she's literally sitting there in a crop top, like, like and you know has has to address that i thought that was great who now looks like a 50 year old beverly hills housewife with too much plastic surgery in a crop top it's like you didn't you didn't look 50 before but now you just look you look 30 but 50 because of your work the work has actually made you look older than you are because you know when you get that pulled look and that over filler over botox over pulled look you actually look older. The way Brandy Glanville is looking now, it's like, hon, just own your shit because she she was beautiful and now she looks like a a, a waxy a puppet, like a Charlie McCarthy doll or something. Yeah, it's. it's I don't understand. I mean, the... I, I have to admit though, <laughs> I still like. I what? still. I still. Oh, did I? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say that, like. I thought I think that Lala looks really beautiful in this reunion. Like I, I don't think she looks overdone. No, I think she looks beautiful in this reunion. Um, in some, you know, some Instagrams and things she does. I, I'm like, stop messing with yourself. Oh, totally. Like, you yeah. Don't, like, yeah. When you see, like, you don't like, need to. When you see what she goes through to to look like that, yeah. then, and also, um, I it really like uh hurt me to the core when she talked about how she has changed her face and manipulated it to look different and how she like cringes looking at old photos of herself that was really hurtful because I felt like she was so beautiful and she's beautiful now but just to see someone criticize their face you know versus how it looks now it's just like ooh, like it was really pretty before and you know yeah, and obviously happy, it's all eyes in the beholder. We're, we're our own harshest critics, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And everyone should do what they feel like they want to do, mm-hmm. um, for sure. So not shaming her for that. No, not at all. I, I think there's just so many people like, oh, you didn't need to do that. I guess everybody could say that about anybody. So don't want to shame her for it. It's just, hey, you know. Yeah, it, it, it just be happy in the moment when you know you and I look at pictures of ourselves at twenty, and we probably both thought at the same time, "Oh, I gotta lose weight, or I gotta." And we were like, "Oh my god, if I look like that right now, I'd be," you know, we would like we love those moments, right? And I wish we knew, I wish we had our brain now in our bodies then yeah. to appreciate it more. Totally, it's like I'm fine with my body now, but I wish when I had that. I wish I appreciated it instead of just always trying to like better, better, better. It's like, oh, I wish we could have the appreciation. Like now, even though I don't look marginally like that, when I make changes, I'm like, oh, I appreciate it. And I feel, I'm like, okay, I look great. You yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've lived through it. And we're like, okay, appreciate what you can, when you can. Absolutely. And appreciate your health. <laughs> health is key <laughs> yeah yeah it's and true she'll get there they're i mean they're very young we're, yeah we're uh, and uh, and i mean we're not on tv we don't we don't know what that feels like to look at yourself and see pressure. things. To, yeah 
I mean, you're a little too young for the Ally McBeal thing, but after Melrose Place, there's Ally McBeal, and you know, because Callista Flockhart was just she was like just very one of those naturally like skinny girls that um, what's her name? She used to be on Melrose, whatever. She was on Ally McBeal, and she became like super skinny because the pressure, like she felt viewing the show, she looked huge compared to Callista, compared to slash Ellie McBeal. Right. So she be got she became you know the the chick that's on Allison Thorne Smith that was on Who's According to Jim and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on the main girl on Melrose Place. Um. Anyways, um. It's it's just that you, you're looking around, you're comparing yourself, and you're like, oh my gosh, I compared to these girls, I look, you know, it can really get to your psyche and yeah, your head, oh, body totally. image. So, totally. And I get it, and that's the whole Beverly Hills thing, but that's why, yeah, that's yeah. why I held, you, know, you guys, that's why I held on to the Ford Escape for so long because when I moved back from LA and from Seattle and from Minnesota when I moved to Orange County I didn't want that stigma and I would purposely roll up to these Newport Beach places where we would see housewives and I'd be like park this baby out front I could afford a new car someone finally bullied me into getting come on you you need a new car this is embarrassing and like I, I did it like in a Warren Buffett kind of thing to keep me grounded so I didn't get that orange curtain uh, Newport Beach Orange County bleh. I'm like yep I'm going to pull up to these great places that I love to go and I'm going to do it in this and I'm gonna, it's going to keep me grounded and you were with me when we pulled up to one I'm like park this baby out front next to the Bentleys and the Lamborghinis yeah so it's just kind of like for me I gotta keep it you know don't get caught up in that shit cause it can consume you and I feel like it's consuming Lala mm-hmm. and she doesn't need to be consumed like you know whatever alright well Okay, so next we went to um, Sheena and Dana, and Andy asked Sheena, you know, um, Dana wasn't wearing, why was uh, Dana not wearing a bra? Why did that bother you? Um, And Sheena. Well, I want Sheena. Yeah, um, Sheena said, you know, while you're serving food, I don't know, like maybe you should just wear a bra. (laughs) I think if you're at Hooters, it's it's applicable. I think if you're spending, you know, 18 to 20 to 32 dollars on a dish, it's it's just I hate to say classy, but you know, it's just it's not upscale. Not that I think Surf's food is upscale, but their prices are not cheap. Um, if I don't even think it's appropriate for Cheesecake Factory, which are the same prices, but I don't know. I don't think it's appropriate. And then. Lisa says, well, what about Danica not wearing underwear? It's like, well, we already went there with Lala, who said she wasn't wearing underwear four seasons ago. Um, A, you can't see that. And B, you can see the nipples protruding. And yeah, we shouldn't nipple shame. And it's different with the guy. Actually, I don't want to see the guy's nipples protruding from a tight shirt like a Jax or a Brett either. But is what it is. But I don't... Yes, if you're... Sir is not fine dining for me, but for, you know, the prices, it can be, people don't know that it, 
is not worth the value. Um, they're going there and they're spending coin. Their drinks are not cheap. Their drinks are fine dining prices. And then you get the kind of Hooters display. I don't know. I just think it's a class level. It's a, it's just a what's appropriate and not appropriate. So I'm with Sheena on that. Now, not saying Sheena's kind of hypocritical because then her shirt, her dress is right below her ass with the thigh-high boots. So that doesn't match up for me either. Yeah, so. I don't... I, I... I am going to disagree with Sheena on that one. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't bother. I wouldn't mind seeing it on a man or a woman. I don't know. I, I just have no opinion on it, I guess. I'm just like, eh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I just, I guess it's just for me, it's uh, where, where you're at. Like, I don't care if I'm at Rock and Riley's or the Belmont. I guess I'm just or the, Sir, I, yeah. but I might care if I'm at Mastro's or Spago or like a you know a high end place. I would it would it would be it would feel tacky to me. Like I just I guess saying. I'm just picturing like the Spago like employee manual saying like please make sure that you wear a bra <laughs> that has and make sure that it's padded so even you know that because i mean there can you can be wearing a bra and still sh- you know your nipple shows so I, I don't know just it seems a little like like a lot of detail about the bra if you know we're gonna get yeah, like i know that. i know that what we're talking about is not sex positive and it's like we're all human and blah, blah. just for me it's a taste level sorry it, it, it for me it's the same thing it's like I don't want to be at Mastro's or I'm using that because it's more like universally known. Yeah. There's other restaurants I like to go to, but people don't know them. Um, served by a woman in a thong. What, or... what, 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 what about like a classy Tony Roma's or something like that? <laughs> There's another example. <laughs> um, I, I'm okay with it at Hooters and I've been to Hooters and I'm okay with it there. Okay. Well, we'll just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um so maybe i'm a grandma (laughs) okay so now um why why do i have oh so okay so then they're talking about okay um her not being nice sheena's like i'm just done being the girl that's nice to all the new girls and i get screwed in the end and i love of that because that is exactly what happened with Lala. She was the only one nice to Lala and Lala screwed over in the end. And then she chimes in and she's like, well, that's bullshit. And Dana chimes in, that's bullshit because you were nice to Charlie. And then she says, well, you and you, like Dana, reminded me of Stassi and Lala and I just don't vibe that. And Lala's like, well, you are intimidated by Dana because she's more interesting than Charlie and therefore less of a threat. And then Sheena's like, uh, actually, I find Charlie very interesting. And touche because, I'm sorry, I find Charlie a hell of a lot more interesting than Dana. Um, Yeah, so Max and I were a thing and we're not a thing. And then, yeah, so I'm very funny. I work at a comedy store. And then uh, Charlie, uh, whatever, old man, isn't it time for your bedtime? Yeah, Charlie, all the way. Yeah, um, 
I was not impressed. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't impressed with Lala. Um, and I also noticed like the smug look on um, Stassi and Bo's face during this scene when they thought that, um, you know, mm-hmm. Lala really clapped at, at Sheena and shut her down. But I, I don't think that she oh, did at all. Oh, not even the, not even the smug look. They did a thumbs up and gun fingers and laughing hysterically what? and pointing. Oh yeah, go back and watch. Stassi did like thumbs up, like moving thumbs up, and then did like a gun finger, like yeah. And Bo was hysterically laughing, like gotcha, gotcha. And actually, you know what? Your gotcha didn't work because Charlie's way more fucking funny than Dana, the comedian. Sorry, or she's more interesting. Yeah, at least to me. Um, but they loved it. They loved it. Go back and watch. Oh, I. I mean, you have to focus on. Yeah. Oh, oh no! I was just gonna say I I absolutely noticed their smugness, but yeah, I'll have to go watch and watch the fingers yeah. and everything. No, go watch the hand gestures because I had to retake that three times. I'm like, oh, the hand gestures. There was like some gunslinging, some uh, thumb thumb up. Like, uh, you can't see me. It's not great for. <laughs> it's not great for a podcast. The visual of my thumb swirling around. But it was a very animated reaction. So they thought they really slayed Sheena and Charlie in that moment. And they really didn't. I I wonder how Dana's feeling right now with, with the, you know, the recent shakeup. Because, um, you know, there were some comments saying that, uh, you know, Dana is like the new Stassi. Dana is really, um, you know, bringing it. And I wonder if she, you know, is what she's thinking right now like what this does for her position well it's not only um she's the new there's articles saying she watched the show and said she would be friends with Stassi she resonates with Stassi she wants to be friends with Stassi like it was like a you know a a little bit of a mission yeah 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 Yeah. I just wonder yeah good luck um so so then they yeah go ahead go ahead no go ahead i don't i I oh they just asked andy just asked lvp if she thinks it's competitive with sheena and dana and blah 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 i guess we don't really care um but they bring up the then the palm springs friends thing and max is like oh yeah it's platonic i mean for the most part i mean what, we wait, played right, a game right Sorry. before that. What happened with Charlie um, trying to say that she was bullied on social media and um, by the men, and then Lala and Kristen shut her down? How did that get brought up? Do you have yeah? Well, she, yeah, she said she wanted to quit six different times by feeling bullied, and you know we've heard this from several people. Um, Faith Billy Lee. Oh my gosh! You know what we for, forgot to address? You guys go on. It's Billy Me on Instagram. There's a link in her blo- in her bio to her blog that she posted yesterday, her thoughts and feelings on what's going on and on Faith and what she heard. Like, she came on to the season, like, she felt like she was Faith's replacement. She came on, she said, all I was, you know, all I heard was homewrecking horror, homewrecking horror. And then even when um, she had her issues and was trying to speak up, that Lisa said... 
be very mindful and careful. Don't diss the show. Don't diss the characters or the people. She goes, don't forget, I made your career and I can take it away. Like, she wrote something, like, I'm not quoting verbatim. That was the gist of it. Please go read her blog. It's actually very insightful of her experience, but also kind of how it relates to faith and the dynamics of the show and how, like she said, Jax refused to film with her and a lot of things that tied in with the insider knowledge that we heard that we podcasted about last Friday. I thought it was insightful and interesting and relevant and I'd like to have her on to discuss that further on, you know, her experience and then also, you know, talk about how it's all relative now, but go read that. I did, you know, post a blip in my Instagram and I've retweeted it on Twitter, but it's interesting. And, you know, I know some of you are not fans. Some of you are. Um, Keep in mind, there's that brief flare edit that goes on and, if you don't play ball, sometimes you can get edited a certain way. So keep that in mind. If you aren't a fan, just keep that in mind and keep an open mind because I know a lot of you people weren't Sheena fans and now you are. You've seen her YouTube or her blog or just heard the the interview and you've kind of rethought things or you just watch the show and realize eh, she's getting the shit end of the deal. So just keep that in mind. Um, when you're reading and li- and listening, um, I guess that's kind of yeah my point on that. Okay. But it tied into something we were just talking about <laughs> with the platonic uh, tra- yeah, Char- Charlie feeling bullied, uh, quit almost yeah, so, quitting so six Billy times. Lee, Billy Lee felt bullied. Okay, so that's how that tied in. So, anyways. So. I just I just thought it was annoyed that once again she tried to voice her opinion and Lala and Kristen are telling her to shut up. You know, it was just like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, okay. Um, Your role, sweetheart. So now on to Palm Springs. Now, ugh, this yeah. scene was something else. So um, Andy asked Max, you know, what happened when you went to Palm Springs with Sheena? Did anything happen? And once again, he does his little vague answer that just, to me, it, it puts she. You know, I know Sheena says that's one of her best friends and everything, but like every time he does these little answers, he he just he makes her look dumb. You know, it it, it just it really bothers me how he's like, oh yeah, like you know, not much happened. Like we were just like laying in bed, and then you know we woke up together. It, like the the picture he paints just like pisses me off. Well, and why are you laying in bed with her when you're dating Dina and then now you're making it look like desperate Sheena, which, yeah, she got in her own way with this for sure. I'm going to hold her accountable for this. But Max, why are you laying in bed with her? I know she has multiple bedrooms. I know when she had her friend Janet, Janet had her own bedroom. Janet wasn't there. Go sleep in Janet's but She had bunk beds. So Max, A, you're putting yourself in that position B, you're making Sheena look like desperate, pathetic, which, see, Sheena, I, I get two parts, like, eh, she was just being single Sheena, but also probably part of her was like, mm, we'll see how loyal he is to Dan. You know what I mean? Like, 
I had them first. We'll see. I mean, I get that part of the the female psyche. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to prove your point. Like, I'm very desirable. He can't resist me. Or I had him first. Like, step off. I don't know if that was... Yeah. Or, or like, or are are the feelings still there? You know, like, yeah, I I feel like that's... It's... I'm not going to say it's natural, but yeah, They just kept making her look like this crazy person he barely knew. And him and Dana had this huge relationship. Or, in fact... He and Sheena dated for six weeks, and he and Dana dated for two weeks. So it was like, I kind of get the psyche behind her doing that. But also, Max, why are you sleeping in bed with her? Why are you cuddling with her? But then, like, he didn't just say it like that. He's like, yeah, we are, like, playing a game, and, like, I wake up in Sheena's bed. She goes down on me. I tell her no. Um, You know, just by just that sentence was like, screw you. Like, um, that part did not need to be shared. And like, like that was like completely, that was to, to make himself look better and to, you know, paint Sheena in the light that she's always painted in. And I, I, I don't like that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I told her to stop midway through. And like, even Bo called out, he's like, uh, how do you, it takes a lot of courage to stop midway through. And then he called him out. He's like, what'd you do? Just walk around with the thing or jerk off in the bathroom like and then Stassi's like mm, I'm sorry blowjobs are never comfortable your jaw hurts and stuff it's like Stassi you can chime out like I can get Bo's point he's like uh, I'm sorry this doesn't seem believable Bo didn't buy it I also but I but something bothered me about the way that Bo was like like la- like his like level of of questioning yeah. or making fun of the situation made me feel a little uneasy. There was something like very weird there where he was like, he wasn't just like cracking a Like he knew he was cracking a joke, but he thought it was like way funnier than it was. Yeah. I, there, there was something very off in that exchange. And I actually think that what it was, was like alarms were going off in my head when Stassi was saying that it's not comfortable to give a blow job. Um, because I was reminded of her Me Too comments, and I like I I felt like Oof. it was it brought me back to when she was saying that like you know you like yeah. like that that would be comfortable there that's uncomfortable therefore you should stop and remove yourself from that situation like it's easy to do like it's not comfortable so don't do it like you're actively doing it like I don't know for some reason yeah. that that rubbed me the wrong way and I was just like um. I I personally don't think that it's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like just because yeah. that's Stassi's experience with blowjobs does not mean that that's how it yeah. is. I, I, I and my jaw doesn't. I won't say it's uncomfortable. And my jaw, yeah, exactly. My jaw doesn't hurt. Like if you if your jaw is hurting that bad, like you really like are not getting the job done. You know what I mean? Like if you you shouldn't be sit like is Bo making you sit there for like a really long time or something? Like what what's going on? Well, and they and they talked about that on one of their podcasts, and she said she agreed to more, and she agreed to like once every two months or something, and it was just like, hey, I, whatever works for you guys. No one's here to preach on what you should do and shouldn't do. Whatever works for you guys, and you're both happy with, cool. But don't get on Sheena if she's doing something different. If like it works for her, you should say, cool, whatever works for you. Don't cast your 
preferences and judgment on what you want to do on someone else because a lot of people want to do a whole lot of other things that a lot of people don't want to do or do want to do it's just whatever you and your partner want to do totally yeah yeah but yeah I felt like I felt like her and Bo were like really projecting hard in that moment and like I felt like even Sheena and Max were kind of like huh like they didn't even get it they're just like oh okay you know and they and they kind of just like moved on but it was kind of a weird moment it actually it did um jar me to the well not the whatever use that word but um because today when i ran the stairs and i couldn't find anything to listen to so i was listening to that accountability for Stassi Mm. thing I listened to their story and they played a clip of that me too they played like three clips of the me too podcast that was long since deleted but everyone has recordings and whatnot so I was listening to that you know like oh it sounds like he enjoyed it and you enjoyed it and he wanted and so I did have that mindset too listening to this it's like it, it it also hit me the wrong way because I kind of had just listened to that an hour before watching the reunion. Well, it's just like I, I, I wonder, I, I doubt that like Kristen and Lala agreed with that, that it's uncomfortable. I Like Lala has right. said many times that she loves doing that. So I, yeah. I, I think that she was definitely, she spoke and like maybe that was not what everyone was thinking. I don't know. Well, let's go back to the bunny ranch on hbo and what i love about that is it's freedom of choice and will and everyone's tested and they use condoms and they have health care and they can choose and not choose oh i don't want this guy oh i do want this guy uh and then a guy wants this and she goes you know what i only do missionary but if you want this this girl's great oh i don't do blowjobs but if you want a great blowjob this girl does that so it's kind of like that it's kind of like hey you know I know that's legalized prostitution whatever but I'm like I was for it when it was their choice they're not held there captive they're not working for a pimp they can pick and choose they can it's sex work at its you know biggest choice obviously that place is a little I'm not going to say the word, um, has its issues, obviously, but um, you just can't say what's for something, someone's for something and not for you. It's just to each their own, I guess, Yeah, what I'm going for. <laughs> totally. And choose it. And you can't judge someone if they choose something different, if it's two consenting adults and that's what they want to do. Like, stop judging. Yeah. It's not your place to judge. It's not your bedroom. So you judge and you do what you want to do in your bedroom. As long as it's consenting, consensual adults, all cool. But that's what I do best. Judge. Judge. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not going to hear that statement for a while. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Although when you said that, um, and I saw that on many, many Instagram pages, how it was taken down, but uh, my feed is still refreshed with that show. What? What? So I guess, with Stassi's show. I, can, oh. I guess they're loaded or whatever. Oh, oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Anyways. All right. So we move on to James White Kanye. Yeah. Eh. Okay. So we have 
um, we have White Kanye with his wake-up call. Um, they do the flashback of, you know, his whole journey of season eight. Lala gets out her tissue and dabs her eyes. And Kristen's shaking her head and, you know, mumbling under her breath. Raquel's crying, too. Um, and Andy kind of just sits back and, you know, and is, you know, like, okay, so... Um, He's like, Stassi, what what do you think? And she's like, well, I felt bad for Raquel. Um. She's so much more layered than I thought. And I was like, really? Oh, because you're this in-depth, intellectual, spiritual, layered woman. It's like, don't diss Raquel like that. It was a compliment, but it was a shady compliment. So this kind of like sets things off. Like so, uh, Kristen's mad. Um, things start going kind of berserk, and um, Danica is like, "Why? Why is it going in this direction, you guys? Like, uh, what? What's going on?" Um, and Kristen's like, "Cause you don't know, Danica. You know, let, letting her know, like, butt out. Um, You're not a castmate. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't know, Danica." Um, and then um, she muttered something that uh, uh, literally gave me chills. She said, Raquel is almost like a Britney. Raquel yeah. is almost like a Britney. And, you know, like everyone was saying that. Raquel's almost like a Britney. She's so sweet. And right there, it was like ding, 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 ding. And all I could think was of the Brie flair. Brie told us about this on that podcast. She told us that, um, you know, they that she views Raquel like that and that that's, you know, many of the other uh, people's feelings too. And I thought that was interesting because Kristen was one of the ones who loudly came out and said, like, that she was shocked that Brie was let go and about those comments. Like, she, whoa, like, what? I can't believe that happened with this editor, Brie. Like, this is, what is this? Yet she verbatim, repeated something that Bree said mm-hmm. so I, I found that that like like little alarms went off in my head I was like hmm weird well also Kristen used to bash Raquel all the time just for association with James so I didn't appreciate the but but and then now she's jumping on board oh she's almost like Brittany almost almost like, yeah, almost. Oh. <laughs> like, like who's well, gonna who's who's gonna come out in support of Raquel next? Jax. We should pull up all of Jax's tweets saying how she's dumb as rocks, nothing in her head. You know, uh, yeah. the meanest things ever. Like he that he went it, well, and then he had like a fake account about Raquel. So, yeah, and because Jax is so intelligent, and you know, I'm not gonna rip on Britney's intelligence, but they all speak for themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found disturbing was when Andy's like, James, it's been 10 months for your sobriety, literally. And I watched this four times to make sure the little Hollywood squares, everyone's clapping. Everyone, Stassi, Bo, Tom, Air, I mean, Katie, I mean, obviously the others. Kristen is sitting there with her arms down. And Lala was sitting there with her arms down. They didn't clap. They didn't clap. Really? I'm like Lala? I, like, I, I get Kristen. Yeah, but I noticed also Kristen. Kristen. Why are you so fucking petty, Kristen? Like, you know what? It, his problems and his anger and 
horrible treatment of you was because he was abusing drugs and alcohol and he's sober for 10 months maybe you should applaud that okay cool if you're still bitter clearly maybe there's still some feelings or clearly you're not over it cool but you're just sitting there arms down but then Lala I ha- that's why I had to keep rewinding I'm like she didn't clap that's weird yeah um like I truly don't know if Kristen was keeping like this like her hatred for James up for the show like it's it's like an act of hers now and so she can't let it go or like if it's it's real because if it's real like that is like some immatureness right there no because like, she kept uh, if you look back she kept eye rolling oh no and I doing all yeah, sort- I saw it was that she was like very immature How, yeah this is four seasons later Four years later, she says she was with Carter for four years. Why are you still still so upset with James? And what, I mean, she's, what the hell's going on? She's moved on from being from um, you know being mad at T Sandy and Ariana, but that that was her. Um, she did act like that with them yeah. for a while. Yeah, I loved when they were talking about that. Well, Tom starts playing his trumpet. Why the fuck are you playing your trumpet, Tom? Maybe he was that bored. And Ariana was like, "Stop." You're hurting my ears. But then when they were talking about like James and Kristen and he, uh, I have something to say. I have something to say. And Ariana swats him down. She's like, this has nothing to do with you. Just shut up. Yeah. But he still got his word in. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, go Ariana. Cause that was right. It yes. wasn't his place. His time's over. He and Kristen are friends. Like Tom, just shut up. Stay out of it. Yeah. Um, so every everyone's like kind of arguing or whatever you know Kristen's like really like she's literally throwing a fit on the screen it's it's pretty insane her body language like I didn't know someone could show so much body language sitting on a zoom call but Kristen accomplished that like you know how there's there's a bunch of memes of her like um being like that flailing yeah. like um you know thing that they have at like car dealers it's like the little like stick yeah. person is a whoa, whoa. um like Annabelle used to say it was Lydia from OC yes, like yes. yeah. that's how Kristen was acting you know in this moment she was flailing around she's so upset um, and Lala kind of squashes this moment and says no 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 hold on like we need to give him a break like if this is like truly like you know a, a, he's sober now like that's it and um, and Lisa kind of um you know, talks about this too, and it it was a nice uh, moment. I'm 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 happy that he's been sober, and it's cool. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, that's why he has his job back, and he'll have see you next Tuesday back when Sarah opens. I was like, well, that's great, Lisa, because I know it means a lot to James, but also, uh, he's pretty much fine. He's booking gigs around the world at like five thousand people nightclubs. I think he's going to be fine. But, yeah. But it was nice. Um, Raquel talking. And she's like, you know, she kind of said she turned a blind eye towards herself and to the way he treated others. But she got her awakening with those last texts. And she put down the law. And James was grateful for it. And he finally stepped up. And I thought that was a great moment for both of them. Me too. I was like, I was so impressed with her. I thought she... I mean, she must, she was gracious. She was like, she held herself accountable. I, 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 she couldn't have done better with that answer. Yeah. And then she said, 
I'm too young and too pretty to put up with that kind of bullshit. I'm like, good, get your voice. Yeah, that was but, that was amazing. That's true. <laughs> um, so then they talked about what wasn't happening with the 50 Cent thing, and Andy asked about that and why they didn't address that. And she was very careful. She was like, well, I'll just say I got into it with a pretty famous rapper, like pretty famous rapper like that's already like a little bit of a slam don't you think yeah uh, yeah she's like (laughs) there was a beef between um yeah me and a pretty yeah a pretty famous rapper that that 100% was a dig and I don't think that Fofty is gonna like that and myself and this rapper well we just don't speak of it anymore and Andy's like well why didn't you talk about this on the show she's like well we weren't filming then and that's when I texted Holly while we were watching. I'm like, I thought it, I thought they were filming, but you said it was April 27th. So that would have been like a couple of weeks before filming. Well, and I think what was happening is the show was airing, or you know, you know what I mean. Like we were literally like watching. Oh yeah. So the it re- was, it, it yeah. felt like they should be. It, it felt like they were, you know, and they were doing so much press, and they were like on their Instagram so much. So. They were very active, but yeah, I think she was right about the not filming part. Yeah, last year they started filming more towards the end of May. Normally it's beginning of May because they get Sheena's birthday in there. But last year was later, so she is right about that. But yeah, you're right. They were still filming or airing the last episodes slash reunions at that time. Yeah. But still, it still should have come up. Yes. Um, but I, I was impressed that they that Andy asked her that question and like that they brought it up. I thought good at least, you know they they brought it up and whatever. So that was cool. Andy Andy asked her um, about how he how she spoke to Raquel about you know you've forgotten your place Ooh, and yeah. I'm gonna tell you your place and and she just you know when I get into the zone, my anger and it's like so maybe you don't have an alcohol problem and I'm not saying she doesn't I'm not going to dismiss that but maybe you have an anger management problem or a editing problem or something because all this shit you did to Billy Lee and Raquel you were sober I mean not all of the Billy Lee I think part of the Billy Lee she was still drinking but I'm like a lot of her anger outbursts. She was sober, so I'm like, mm, is this alcohol or is this just you and your fucking issues? So I yeah, mean, I, I trust her to know her own problem, but the problem has still existed post sobriety. So therefore, I think there's another problem. Well, Stassi pointed out what she thinks the problem is. She thinks that um, Lala has bipolar disorder. Oh. She literally said she, that. Like, it was like, she said that, she whispered it to Bo. Oh. On so, the reunion? Yeah. So that, that's what Stassi... Oh, I missed that. That's what Stassi thinks that Lala has, so... Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, intri- so I don't know. Um, it, it could explain, you know, some of her, like, like you just said, like, it, she does fly off the handle and... 
Um, and it, even in that moment, like Stasi and Ariana both said, like they had no idea what she was talking about. She made no sense. She was just spouting off as loud and quickly as she could, um, you know, to to dominate well, Raquel. If you have, if you're on medication for bipolar or something, you know, a mental illness medication, you're not supposed to drink. Mm-hmm. So perhaps she drank while you know on that medication or um she wasn't on the medication and and okay this is making more sense i missed that part it was it was actually it was it's right after this so um so right. she's not maybe she's not drinking because she's on medication for that which would make sense but I mean, I I think a lot of I, I mean I I don't want to speak for everyone, but I, I well I had a roommate and she ended up going on Prozac and she's like I can't drink on Prozac it's not allowed you can't do the combination or it count has counter effects I was like okay cool we won't drink wine together we'll just, you know have fun um, so I don't know any more than that and that was so many years ago. Um, but it makes sense why she wouldn't drink if she is on medication or maybe it is just Stasi's diagnosis and yeah okay I'm not gonna play doctor here no but that is not a bad theory though um yeah so I but I found that very interesting that you know Stasi's supposed to be you know one of her really good friends and and for her to say that under her breath to Bo and they caught it yeah I felt I felt like that was um like I, I wouldn't like that if my friend said that about me and especially, mm-hmm. especially in a at the moment that she said it was, um, it's when Andy well, on brought, camera. Yeah, Andy brought up the fact, you know, that uh, that Lala called um, Sheena a crop top wearing slutty JoJo bow, you know, girl or what a whore. That, that's not interesting. Yeah, that's not interesting, and. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like I said, as she's okay. sitting in a crop top, and then Stassi and Bo, you know, smirk, and then she's like, I think Lala might be bipolar. Okay, wow, because, you know, this actually makes more sense, because here's the thing that I I have been so off board um, with Lala, because she said all these things on the after show after filming the after show was months after filming but before now right so in between the last like february early march is when they did the after show and then she had such remorse that she had raquel on and sheena on i'm like you it wasn't just the show that you dissed them on six months ago you dissed them on the after show that was filmed a couple months ago but she had such a huge, like, oh, my God, I felt sick. I'm so sorry. Like, with both Raquel and Sheena, that that does explain a lot. Because how can you have such a range of emotion? I understand a year ago you were feeling a certain way. You got all riled up by being in this clique of the Witches of WeHo. And then a year later, you were self-reflecting and thinking, you know what? Sheena's been a really good friend to me. Or Raquel's really never done anything. But she had just done this a month or two prior. So this back and forth yo-yo is very... That does really chime in with that theory. Yeah, yeah, it definitely could. And, um, and you know, 
if she has sought help for that, like, good for her, you know, good for her. And it's, um, yeah. So for me, I just thought it was her um, being caught and doing PR. Right. So I think she got caught in her comments and she got backlash on social media from the after show comments and she was trying to make amends and so she brought Raquel on and James on and Sheena on even after Sheena said she wasn't ever going to talk to her unless she saw her in person but but Lala begged and Sheena's just very forgiving and very kind and just fell for it and so either that's that could be a bipolar thing or my theory was she got busted the backlash the the comments on her after show did not support her so she's doing a pr turnaround and now she's sucking up to raquel and now she's sucking up to sheena i'm so sorry i felt sick after i said that oh i uh, i feel uh. like though i feel like we've seen this pattern um like not just on the show and her personal life as well. Um, yeah. You could say that she like ha- definitely had some highs and lows with Fofty. I think that she has with um, you know uh, Randall's ex-wife Amber. They've had some exchanges, you know, where maybe some yes. some very high mood, low mood things have been said, and then you know a huge turn in, in how she's huge acting apology. about it. Yeah. Um, so. Definitely, you know, maybe someone in her life pointed out to her, you know, maybe, you know, seek some help for for this. Like maybe there's like a little pattern going on and it it does, Stassi may be onto something. So here's what I didn't like. Okay. Okay. So she's like, oh, you know, they do the flashback. Raquel is lucky to be graced with my presence. And then she go. Then they show the montage of her bar- um, bashing Ariana. She's a wet blanket, and blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. then she clearly does not stand up for Ariana as a bisexual woman. As Jax is berating bisexuality in front of her face, and mm-hmm. she actually smirks. I rewatched the episode. She smirks, and she remains silent. So that's fucked up. But what I hated what she said tonight is she goes oh i just i realized i was praying on when she's talking about raquel and sheena and ariana Mm -hmm. she goes i felt like i was praying on the week and i was like fuck you sheena and raquel and ariana are not fucking weak because guess what taking the low road like you do lala that makes you fucking weak the strongest people don't have to fucking go low the strongest people take the high road and because Raquel has never gone low with you Ariana hasn't Sheena hasn't that's fucking strength that's a real strength so they are not fucking weak and Lala you need to understand the definition of that by blasting your mouth and like yelling at someone that doesn't make you strong that makes you weak yeah, I um I wrote that down too. I thought that was so offensive, and I felt like it was also proof that um she has been in the comments, she's been in the groups, or someone you know has been reading the comments to her, and she and because that's what everyone's been saying, you know, like she's like Lala just like going after Raquel or whoever. Like it's like it's it's pathetic, and I I think that she misspoke there and like showed her cards and was like, oops, like uh you know, like she totally she. She shouldn't have said that. Like, she messed up. 
<laughs> to think those three are weak, it's like, sorry, huh? Yeah, yeah. You, she doesn't get it. Maybe that's youth. Maybe that's inexperience in life. Um, she'll get it. Yeah. The strongest person is to not fight, to withhold all of your... To, to kind of a Buddha thing, to be in full control of your thoughts and emotions and actions, that is the ultimate strength. Um, I, I wonder what Lala is thinking right now. Um, you know, losing Stasi on the show, that's that's got to be a big blow to her, to her, um, her kind of her newfound, you know, friendships in the group, just everything. It's going to completely change the dynamics of the show. Someone posted a meme of Katie, and they're like, who knew this would be the last witch standing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, touche. Yeah, who knew? Oh, not to laugh at it, just like, yeah. Uh, Good point. <laughs> um, so next we we have a stupid, like, quarantine montage where... You know, Andy asked us last episode, too, like, the Pump Rules cast have been quarantined, and here's what they've been up to. Um, no. And <laughs> Stassi cooked three meals all on her own. Uh, Lisa cleaned her own house. But, Katie oh, and- but Stassi forgot the salt. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Oh, Lisa, don't don't tell anyone. I, car- I carried my own sheets. That when yeah. when um when Bo corrected Stassi on if she added the salt that gave me Patrick vibes, like any any t- like, <laughs> it's just like, then don't have salty chicken, Bo. I don't know. Just keep your mouth shut and let her cook something. Like, does it really matter? God. <laughs> well, she's no chef, Bo RD. <laughs> A lot of people have been asking her gone. Does that mean he's gone? Or do you think they'll keep him on and then she'll get her cameos through him? What do you think? <laughs> I would love if he would stay. I, I think that I think it's it would be great. Here I Well I, someone needs a paycheck. <laughs> I honestly I, I don't think it's coming back. I think that that's gonna be the dun 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 is um yeah Stassi and Kristen and Max and Brett are fired but the show's not coming back anyway so does it you know they basically just got the boot a little bit early like what and there's one more episode left I think Vanderpump Rules is done I really do okay or but I don't think it's done I think they'll if they if they don't reboot reset I think they'll reset in a different way like a Vanderpump Vegas and they'll incorporate Sheena and James to kick it off. She's going to train people and he's going to DJ or they're going to do, I believe there's going to be something, whether or not it works, you know, TBD. But I believe that there will be some kind of offshoot with the remaining people. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I don't. How pissed are you, as the other cast, that you just fucked up so many people's lives and mortgages and blah 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 blah. Like I would feel again. That's where I feel. I I actually felt empathy for Stassi's mental health because I thought not just your own life, 
but you feel like you just fucked up the lives of so many of your good friends and castmates. Because really, the ripple effect is that. The mm-hmm. Jacks and Brittany, that's going to be a ripple effect. Um, Katie and Tom, as a side, like Katie's unscathed right now, but being associated. You know, Kristen, obviously, ripple effect. Um, Lala is going to be a ripple effect because she sided with them and she disengaged with Ariana and Sheena. So you fucked up a lot of fucking people's lives. What about by... what about PJ? What? What about PJ? Producer Jerry. <laughs> I am so like. In my head about <laughs> other shit. I'm thinking private jet. And I was like, it's some other show I'm watching, and I was like, oh, I don't remember that character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But honestly, no, I but don't it's want true. Like, like, Jay to be fired, but he needs to move to another show, as we've said for years. That's what fucked up this show. And people, and he actually built, he actually probably set her up for this because. He got, well, no, I'm not going to blame him, but he got her too cocky to say things and then to also apologize, but then say later, and did I say this earlier when she was on like Jackie and oh, I can't say this because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I did say that. Mm -hmm. It's like he set her up to be on this pedestal where she thinks she's untouchable. So it is a little bit of his fault. He just needs to move to another show. I don't need him fired from Evolution. Just let's all get a fresh take, a fresh look. Let's get a fresh start. You know, they already missed. Yes, we can't recreate and we can't force these newbies to be friends with the OGs. That makes no sense. But however, you already saw there was dynamics within Sir. Even let's just take Danica and Brett. We're not having to say, oh, they're the new Stassi and Jax. No, let's not try to replicate. Let's just say, oh, here's a couple. They both work in the same restaurant. Let's follow them. Let's follow some of these other people, too, that have worked here so many years or some new people that are just starting. Let's see how this works. And it might fizzle out after a year, but let's give it a try. I don't know. Instead of forcing shit that doesn't it's so fake and we all see through it it's like come on katie is not inviting charlie and danica over to her wine house at her first girls night in party at her brand new house that's not fucking real yeah 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 i don't i i i cannot wait to see what happens like it's i mean they 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 definitely they have some choices to make for sure Okay, so on the quarantine, we also see, well, we see Sheena and Brock working out. Um, That looks fun. We see Andy um, asking Katie, so, Katie, have you gotten a lot of knitting done? She's like, no, I'm on to Legos. Oh, my God. (laughs) Super super productive. Super great use of time, Katie. Although, I'm not going to rip on Katie right now because she... Katie never was in social media. She never posted. She never did shit. But right now, she's been posting a ton and a lot of informational things, a lot of inspiring things. So I'm giving her a free pass. But then LVP's just like, well, how about you have sex during this quarantine? And Katie's like, "Mm, no. Hard hard pass. Um, (laughs) 
I mean, maybe maybe we'll get to um, you know hear from Katie on her podcast. Yeah, and maybe she'll have Stassi as a guest. Is it called Musical Skate? I... <laughs> oh my God! Did you hear what she um, when Schwartz was like? Oh, Schwartzy, what are you gonna do? He's like, Oh, I'd love to open another bar with Lisa or Tom or my wife. And the Katie's like, Katie, Katie Malone. <laughs> I was like. Thank you, Katie, for listening. Thank you for appreciating our T-shirt. I think I should send her one. Actually, can we just drive up and drop one off in our mailbox? Like, not to be creepy. Like, we won't. You guys, you know, we never cross property we can lines. Just, we can just mail it. Okay, let's mail it. Um, what? <laughs> can we mail one without the image of her eating lettuce in the middle? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just to be respectful. But does she know that she has... Let's let her know that she has a Spotify playlist called Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill. I mean, I, I, I think that's what she was talking about. Like, I think she has jammed out... Like, they've karaoke They've karaoke to that, that list. And, um, like, okay, she's Okay, you guys, let's all Instagram and tweet Katie to make sure she knows there's the Spotify list of Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill playlist, okay? Yeah, yep. That's everyone's homework this week. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so everyone has like their little quarantine uh, story, and then it gets to Kristen, and, um, and Andy's like, so Kristen, are you quarantining with anyone? And she's like, yes, I am, Andy. My boyfriend, Alex. And it was like, she's a surprise. Like, we're like, oh. <laughs> but I love that she's like, Oh, how long have you been together? Oh, like a month and a half. And I'm like, wait a second. Quarantine's been a month and a half at this point. I'm like, so you met and then you quarantined together? Like, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, even Sheena and Brock dated six months before they quarantined together. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why she said that. It's like, that's awkward. Yeah, that, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, I went on one Bumble date and then we quarantined together. It's like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Now, someone said or posted something about him. I know we got his name and everything. I, I, I never looked into him, but he's like maybe a trust fund baby or something. Like he's the anti-Carter. Like he's like well off. Yeah, he's a multimillionaire. Oh, there you go. Do you know what he does? Um, Shoot. No, I mean, I, I did at the time. I totally forget okay, right now. You know what? Abort the... Bo Clark deep dive. Let's redirect your deep dives to Alex. What is that, Marchena or something? Um, deep dive, Alex. Um, I'm I'm happy for her because maybe you know. Well, I, I saw I saw his Jaguar on um, on Daily Mail today as um, it was ca- uh, Kristen was captured walking her dog after finding out the news that she was fired, and she's looking downcast. Um, and you can yeah, see his, 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 she did look really sad. Um, and you can see him and his car and. But see, she's out and she's going about life. I believe Stassi is melting down and not leaving her bed and doing the meltdown that she did after the Me Too. And also after Patrick with Rachel O'Brien. Um, I believe everyone is coming around her and she's not leaving her bed. Kristen is moving on with her life and I I think she's devastated and it's horrible and it's awful and it's terrible timing for her um, but I, I, I feel like 
she will come through. I think Stassi is the one that could be on the, the watch where I'm like, well, and I literally said, I'm like, no matter, regardless of my feelings and the thing she said, like, I I don't want her to get into such a dark place where she does something bad. So I hope that there's trusted, supportive people around her um, to make sure she comes through. She will always emerge. She's emerged before. She's going to have a big meltdown right now and whatnot. I don't want to see anything bad, like, you know, physically happen. You know, people can get into a a state of mind and I've got nothing left. I can never rebuild. I don't want to see something bad happen. So I hope she's... Well, she had, I mean, and, and like she had a lot on the line. She had her wedding. She had, yeah, she has that everything. New, Everything's she, it's gone. everything. Everything. Yeah. And, um, Kristen was basically halfway written off the show. People aren't going to probably like, boycott James May because of this like they either like Kristen or they don't anyway she's gonna she's gonna find a way to like come through and she can probably do it more anonymously than than Stassi like just fucking get a real job or whatever Stassi is it's just a different thing and well I, I worry about Kristen too but like I said earlier like this is just a taste of what other people go through on a day-to-day basis. But with Stassi, we've seen the meltdown she's had. And I think she just will not be able to get her head around losing everything for a long time. And that's why it's important that, like, she has, I guess, her friends and good friends and family around her to make sure, like... And I think she does. Safe. I mean, but yeah, I, I think that absolutely let's send her, you know good vibes because that is I think we all acknowledge that she is definitely dealing with a lot right now well she has said in several podcasts her biggest fear was being irrelevant or a husband or a joke Mm -hmm. she has said this several times and so not only has she physically lost everything and source of income and everything but also her worst fear like Sandoval said my worst fear is being accused of being jealous like that is her worst fear she's actually said this I'm not speaking for her she said this on her podcast several times but oh there's many tweets too of it that people have posted up um yeah yeah, it's <sighs> I it it's it's so it's such a weird feeling because like, I I mean I think that like we are all going through this I've seen you know each person each sides you know has their their tweets yeah. or whatever but I mean I I I I do see both sides in this I mean yeah <sighs> all right well okay so moving on um Jack's um, Andy calls Jack's out on his lies about the strip club about motorboating about oh all these guys had people girls around him but I didn't and I love that he called him out but what's more disturbing was the whole time Jax was lying and even when he said uh, I'm going to leave Brittany for one of these girls they show Brittany in the little Hollywood girls cubicle laughing <laughs> oh Jax I was like that's not funny like, I understand he downplayed it, but then they show, like, maybe a motorboat shot. Or maybe, like, that, like, a little distance away lap dance shot. 
But then when he said something like that, and she's like, <laughs> I told him he could go. I was like, yeah, you told him he could go to a strip club, but you didn't tell him I'm going to trade her in for one of these girls. Like, that's not fucking funny. I don't know. Yeah, and um, I, I think, like, uh, it was disturbing to me to watch her once again downplay you know his comments about her and also like just the lack of respect in her to once again help him along with his like joke of the moment and like so everyone has to like awkwardly nod along with her it was just like uh, yeah it wasn't funny and it's like Brittany like we can see something you know like like we we see that you shouldn't be treated like that like I wish you could see it too it's um it's it's yeah. beyond hard to watch. Like it was hard to watch when, you know, he proposed to her and she said yes. And then we moved along to the wedding and just, it's, she has made her choice. And, you know, this is, this is what we're dealing with now. And the, the most, the, the craziest like feelings that I'm having besides having like these, you know, just thinking about Stassi and Kristen and, you know, just like, the meaning of the show and you know eight seasons like you know this is just it's a lot um i i just can't help but be like borderline terrified that who we are left with is jackson Brittany. yeah yeah that's why it needs to be a different show so even if you keep the other non-offensive originals um maybe they can't do a show on themselves but that's why a different angle of a show switch it over to Tom Tom pan over to sir with some of the newbies or bring uh, the newbies over to Tom Tom and it's a different angle it's a fresh view you know if not Vegas then just switch make it fresh because that is really where half the shit's going on this season anyways is Tom Tom so it's in everyone's best interest except for Guillermo's yeah I feel like that yeah I that could I, I could get on board with that because um, it's really hard to throw it back to Sir. And like when people are like, where should we go, Sir or Tom Tom? It's like, just go to Tom Tom. But then you do feel bad for Guillermo and Peter and everyone that's left there. You know, it's like, but guess oh. what? If you go to Tom Tom, guess what? The people working there, if you focus on them, you already have um, several gay servers, you have black uh, servers and a manager, Richardson. Mm hmm. So you're being more representative of what you claim to stand for, Lisa, that you don't show on your show. Um, this would actually, if you featured Tom Tom, and you could feature Richardson and Logan and JoJo and like people that already work there, and you could and Dana works there since she's the beloved, she's the new special hero, and then like hey transfer Charlie over there or or flash back and forth to Sir and Tom Tom. It's not a big deal. Cool? Okay? Yeah. <sighs> I'm like <sighs> I'm I know. Writing, I'm tired of writing this script. I know. Oh <laughs> I know. man. I know. We're getting towards the end. So um anyways, blah blah blah. Then Jax is talking about Jackson Sandoval about who's you know, he's not a good friend and Blah blah blah, and Lisa's like, "Well, he has a 
great friend. He went to your father's funeral. And Jackson's like, he's just for show. It's just for filming. She's like, well, the funeral wasn't filmed. It's like, thank you, Lisa. Finally, like, stop standing up for your Jackie boy. I also, I, I did like, too, that they broke the fourth wall again. Like, I appreciated that Jack said, I honestly think that he just, he didn't want to miss out on filming for the wedding. That's why he pushed to come so much. And yeah, I love when she said, your dad's funeral wasn't televised. Like, so that that argument yeah. doesn't hold up. So I yeah, like that. And, and Santa was like, uh, besides filming, I did all these other great things for you. Jack's, Jack's response, I've done great things too. You're a great actor. I've done great things too. It's like, again, Jack's never has a comeback. He has never, he never has receipts or evidence. He just yells louder. So then, um, Jack's yells and he's like, I just, I just think he's a good, you, I just think you're a good actor. And like, everyone is like, that's not fair. That's not fair. And then, um, <laughs> the best. And then Ariana yells out and she's like, um, if he was that great of an actor, he wouldn't be on Vanderpump Rules. And the looks, <laughs> like, I paused my TV at Stassi's face. I think she, I think she said Vanderpump fucking rules. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly what you said. Go on. The looks. Yeah, the looks were just like, um, like Britney's face, like, was. It wasn't like like it was like if her face could like turn into like a question mark it would have. Jax just looked disinterested. Stassi looked just shook, and um, yeah, it was just like ooh. Um, even Tom, even T. Sandy, I thought was like ugh. Oh yeah, I think he was even by. He's like, what? This is a great gig, Ariana, and she's just like, oh god. Yeah. I hate this part of you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, and again, it goes with Jax when, like, Lisa talks about the, Tom, and Tom, you've did the cameos for Tom, Tom, and Bo, and then, like, everyone claps, and then Jax is sitting there all pissed off with his arms down, much like Lala and Christian were with James's sobriety, just sitting there and just, like, pissed off because he's not getting credit for... You know what he wanted to yell out? It's like, what about my Christmas trees? What about my Christmas trees? Yeah. I do a lot of good things. I do great things. I'm a great guy. Yeah. Or he's like, he's like, I sent a pool to someone. Didn't you see that on Twitter? Did you see he sent somebody a pool? Like a blow-up pool? Yes. Yeah. He's not like... like... He's like, for the, for, the, for the person looking for the blow-up pool, blow pool, message me. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah, nice. and then he's got to advertise it. Yeah. No, no, it's nice. And he actually should advertise the shit he does because everyone hates him so much. But yeah. <laughs> Christmas trees. People just got greedy. Trying to take advantage of me. Like, those two girls on Vanderpump are at the party. They, uh, it's like, no, we didn't actually, honey. <laughs> yeah. He probably thinks that he sent us one, though. Yeah. People probably messaged him and he's like, God damn it. He's like, oh, I can't believe it. Because some, you know, some people listening, as they take everything we see and with, like, verbatim, like, oh, we must change Stassi. Like, they, they probably, like, the, the castle thing. Would they ruin their wedding? It's like, bitch, we were gone two days before the fucking wedding, okay? But, like, the Christmas tree thing. Someone's like, they went too far. They got a tree from Jack's. It's like... <laughs> You know, someone said that to him. Like, they are, like, 
pranking you. They're punking you. They stole from you with your money that should have gone to a good home. It's like, no, we fucking didn't, okay? We got our own fucking tree. It was a joke, okay? <laughs> Wake up, Karen. Wake up, Brenda. It's a fucking joke. Oh, my God. Our Like... We got the a, only thing. We literally got a Christmas tree and pretended that Jax gave it to us. Like yeah. the content that we provide on this podcast is like so yeah. beyond the pumpkins. Oh, Ling's probably stole that pumpkin from Jax's front yard because they went to his house and you know they broke in. It's like no, I fucking never left the street. It's called legal. It's called you know driving that, down the fucking street, lady. Do you know that they pushed a fake baby stroller? Yeah, they pushed a fake baby stroller. No, down it was the a real baby stroller. Okay, I'm sorry, the baby wasn't in it. Okay, <laughs> she's fine. She wasn't taken. <laughs> but also the the castle thing. I've heard this. Okay, so I have someone in, telling me this Reddit um, stuff, and now I'm like paying more attention. It just that format really confuses me, but I do get it. I see the swell, I see the support, and I see that you know, like oh, these girls, whatever. We, some people said, oh, we crossed, they crossed the line for us with the Kentucky and the wedding. It's like, do you guys understand what we did and what we didn't do? Do you know we left two days before the wedding? Okay, so we stayed in the fucking room before to get a feel for it, to be able to share with you guys what it's like in the fucking castle. The most we saw were the empty fucking chairs set up. Ooh, big spoiler alert. Did we really spoil the wedding by showing empty chairs on the lawn and a castle that you can look up on the internet? Yeah, no. Sorry. So know your facts and go to our Instagram and look at the Kentucky highlights. We didn't fucking spoil anything. And yes, there were wedding crashers. They were not us. There were people that tried to get in and tried to do that shit. That wasn't us, okay? So know your facts. I'm just setting that straight because it's a big fucking controversy that's going on that is not fucking factual. Okay, done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Just been... Things have been called to my attention lately and it's like oh well people really like you until you cross the line with the wedding. It's like we didn't fucking... Oh, you went to their houses and you stalked them. It's like... We didn't stalk them. We, the addresses are public. People had already po- posted their houses online. We drove by. Also, your child's acting lessons and coach lessons and vocal lessons are fucking two doors down. So, sorry. Yeah. Sorry if you drive by because it's on the fucking way. Yeah. But we're not peering into windows. We're not photographing in windows. We're not doing shit. We're not crossing any line, and we're fucking walking by on the goddamn street. Okay, bye. Yeah. Cool. I've gotten over all those comments. Like, I I can't, it's a, the people Oh, I am. It's just brought to my attention on the Reddit thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) anyways, back to, okay, it ended nicely with Kitty... Melanie's Bar and Grill and then we go to the Brett Sheena thing and she came out strong and uh, okay this was insane he got his like he did not come out looking good in this and as he was sitting there arguing with Sheena like I felt like he looked so 
horrible with like his mean face like his whole face like did like shape shift like he was like so angry and like I truly thought that he thought that he was gonna like show us all the truth in the reunion and it just didn't happen for him mainly because Ariana like called him out she's like you know Sheena's 34 you're 32 you guys are literally two years apart like that's like the yeah like you're you're literally acting like you're like 21 years old like you're 32 exactly and he like Charlie at 24 at the time when filming to call old man Jax like I said I didn't take offense to the age yeah cool she's like he's like almost my dad's age but he's 32 and she knows 34 yeah makes no sense yeah and you could tell when when ariana said that like he was dumb he was like i can't believe that just got shouted out so that was i liked that but um yeah i was like move on from this scene already i'm over it um so then dana's like is anyone um is this how it normally feels for a reunion is everyone like all jittery and everyone's like yeah yeah it is and Kristen's like no um I feel nice and safe at home like Kristen uh apparently liked doing the reunion at home and felt safe which that's cool yeah I don't know so the now- whole Sheena thing she said she's embarrassed she took Brett as a friend and Danica stands up for her saying I saw the text from you Brett like it looked like you know you were doing this shit you were flirting with her and blah 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 I like that she stood up for Sheena um and then Kristen did too she said Brett tried to make Sheena look like shit so I still haven't seen like um you know any sign of a snake yet have you is that is that going to be an episode three I think the snake was Kristen sleeping with Max really <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. because dina and danica were very upset about it and they pretended to be your friend and thought they were friends and the stassi said you were friends and i think that's the snake thing by both their reactions that was the snake thing mm. for sure yep that's so disappointing yep no that's it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but don't think so. I was right about the who slept with, who did Max sleep with. Kristen was right about that. And I definitely think that Kristen, that was a snake thing. They were both very upset about it. So, actually, everyone was upset about it except for Sheena. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. Okay, so let's see. What else do we have going on? Now we have the Witches of WeHo. Um, Yeah, just kind of rehashing kind of what we know. Like, you know, Andy's like, Katie, what would you think about Christian going low and talking about Schwartz cheating on you? And she's like, I get going low. I invented it. I get she deflected. We've all been through this, which... That was actually a high road for Katie to take. So, props to Katie. Um, I I felt frustrated by this part. I think um, of the convo because 
they had um, shared this on a podcast, like this whole conversation, basically saying that, yeah, you know, that yeah. they that the the theory what the theory is is that you know Kristen asked them to bring all of this up, and then they threw them under the bus. So I don't know. It it felt very like repeated to me, and it not very interesting. Like I said, the best part was the dog barking. Yeah. So I, again, I wrote all this down, and I thought. Why am I writing this down? I already know this. So I guess those of you that don't listen to the podcast and whatnot, Katie and Stassi felt um, betrayed by Kristen basically because last season Kristen had said she's fed up with Carter, and she, but she needs them to hold her accountable and bring it on air because you know she struggled with that. And they said, okay, we'll do that. And then they did that, and then Kristen instantly protected Carter so it made them look like the bad guys which I do see that point and that did happen mm-hmm. and Stassi said that you made us look like the assholes and the bad guys we supported you and Bo said I listened to you for years about this shit and so the whole agreement was they were going to help her bring it out but then she you know turtle in their shell retracted and made them look like the dick and she went into Carter protective mode which I'm sure she did out of fear and scaredness because she was in love with him she didn't want to lose all this time she's invested in in him and she's in love with him and she wants to protect him and I get that but at the same time they feel like she threw them under the bus to protect Carter so I understand all that whether it's like friendship ending shit after everything else they've been through I don't know but they did make their point but they made their point on a couple podcasts so they lightly touched on it here on the recap and there you just heard it yeah so and I yeah like you said like I get it but um it's kind of like a confusing storyline that they were weaving like it's it's just again like it's not enough to like end a friendship for me there's still something missing there and uh it, yeah. it, it just doesn't quite add up there does seem like there should be something more for sure yeah i mean just like to miss out on like such big you know life things that are happening it just seems strange and to like truly cut her out of filming like they like Jax didn't even cut t sandy out of filming but stassi and katie yeah. sure you know snipped Kristen out and that really fucks with her career. It fucks yeah. with her followers, her future. And I don't know what kind of contracts she has. I, it sounds like they all have different contracts where some are contracts for the show and some are episode to episode and airtime. And so, like they did with James, that really fucked with his money. I'm sure James is probably an episode thing because he was cut out of so much. And Kristen's maybe that way too. So they really fucked her over for not filming with her in so many ways it's like you can also you could not be friends with you but to cut her out of filming of so many things that the main point of what this season of the engagement party cut out uh, all these other things cut out so they really fucked with her financially and right now guess what she really could have used that money for savings because it's not coming in anymore and that's unfortunate Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, in this situation of, of this. I, I, also, how- I also can't help but feel, you know, an extra, you know, ping of, you know, just 
it must be really hard that like she was just getting ready to launch her book, which was she was so excited about. You know, she wrote it with the girl for you know how to lose a guy in ten days. And well, it's a better book than Stassi's book. And it's often. yeah, and it's 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 entertaining. Like it really showed kind of like a different. Um, like I think if people would have got a chance to read it, that it would have been a, a good thing for her. And I I can't imagine how devastating that would be that she she made it this far and then she can't even share it you know like it's yeah yeah i mean it was you know it was interesting and funny it was tips but it was also self-deprecating i mean it was good and just yeah yeah it's just like I, i just you know that would be a lot too so they're they're both dealing with their own things but i mean for um, me it was a more preferable book over basic bitch it, we all have our preferences so yeah it was a, a very um, enjoyable read for me too so yeah i just that stinks i love andy confronting lala on confronting carter yes and he's kind of like isn't that kind of hypocritical about shaming someone for taking money when you kind of do the same thing and she's like well it's separate it's like i make ran feel good carter didn't make well i I disagree, Lala, because Carter did make Kristen feel good in so many ways. They had their their dog love together. He did comfort her. He did stand up for her and several times, but also most recently the engagement, the way they weren't even together. They weren't boyfriend girlfriend, but he sent that rage text to Bo which is really standing up for her and supporting her. Mm-hmm. Um and I get it. Like, she, they, she introduced them, and you know, so you know, it, it just that whole Lala Carter thing was just so much like Lala's got no storyline. Lala needs some air time. Oh, really? Lala and Carter are gonna talk? When does that ever fucking make sense? Lala and Kristen aren't even friends. You never see them on social media. You never see them talking. They're not fucking friends. Why is Lala going to stand up for Christian to Carter? Like, that's not reality. She needed airtime. She needed a storyline. Fuck you. So I liked that Andy called out a little bit of a, you know, hypocritical situation there. Me too. Um, yeah. And the Stassi's like, Carter sucks ass. Yeah, rude. Um, so, so then Andy's like, Kristen, don't get mad at me, but uh, I'm going to ask James something. Uh, James, what do you think about how Kristen was treated, um, you know, by by the witches of WeHo? And James, you know, launches in and he's like, well, this isn't the first time, this is not the first time that uh, Kristen has been abandoned by these two, you know, for their friendship. Yeah, I mean, he started out legit, yeah, just being, like, honest. Yeah, and Katie's eye, like, they, they like, t- they pan to... Katie and her eyes are just like darting around like this is uncomfortable like don't step out of place son we yeah. just accepted you so, like, then, so then he ends it and he's like yeah he's like you know sorry Kristen that their lives are, are escalating with money and engagements and marriage you know like just like ooh bam 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 did he slam it right to her I'm sorry you're not doing any of that it's like oh yeah I mean, but she wasn't kind to him either. Like, she didn't clap for his sobriety, so fair is fair. Yeah. Um, what do you think about when Andy asked um, Stassi about her Beyonce comment? 
I mean, honestly, I think she had a good answer. She's like, look, you need to be the Beyonce in your own life. And if you're not, then you need to, you know, you should be, or you should figure that or, out or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, she did. Yeah, that was a, an amazing response because um, that it, it was. It's like, a good question. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Mm. She saved face with that a little bit. You know, she doesn't care about Kristen, but in front of Katie, it's like, yeah, you better, like, if I was Katie, I'd be like, like Scooby ears. Yeah, I want to hear this too. Dana, yeah, Dana really liked her joke. Like, she was, like, raising the roof to, you know, like, to her being like, yeah, we are all of our own Beyonce's. Um, I feel like she's going to use that in, like, her next uh, comedy show. You know, she's going to. Now I feel compelled to listen to some more Jackie Schimmel Bitch Bible episodes because I feel like maybe Jackie has already said that and Stassi just ripped it off. Yeah, really. <laughs> because it was it was pretty good and pretty clever and, and like quick. So like was she given that question? Did she or did she just really come back at it? Because usually her witty lines she has some great zingers. But uh-huh. sometimes as we talked about last week they aren't hers they're lifted yeah <laughs> no but I, it was good it was a good comeback and it was a humble comeback and a good way to answer it and I appreciated that me too uh, we all should be the unfiancé in our own lives and yeah then he just ends it with the wedding are you going to invite Christian and I conflicted well god knows you know her answer a month ago may change because do you think they've been bonding or talking since this situation this past week? 100%. I would think so, and I would almost hope so, because you kind of like, hey, let the small shit go. You know what? Fuck, we're going through this together. If they're not, that's kind of weird. I feel like, you know, it was also very telling how, you know, minutes apart, their their apologies were posted, Mm -hmm. and... um, I, I I really think that when it comes to this sort of thing, like where there's something that needs to be handled that's uh, out of Stassi's like realm, I I think that like she she looks to Kristen, like she looks to Kristen to see how Kristen would handle it, and I'm sure that Kristen was trying to get ahead of this and you know talk to Stassi right away, and they thought that they you know handled this. I, I really believe they they thought they handled it well. And um, they are probably well, leaning on each other and saying, you know, don't worry, like, we'll put this out, it'll blow over, whatever. Well, it worked before for Stassi, yeah. so that's the thing. Yeah. Is she goes into, like, two months of hibernation and crying and then apologies. Oh, my gosh, I've read your letters and DMs and I moved. I didn't understand the angle and the perspective. We've been through this path before. And we all listened and bought into it and gave her another chance. And it's not like it's new shit she's saying. However, I have heard in the last year, as I said already, she, I feel like that was, she did hear everyone, but it was also like emotion she had to go through. Um, like not emotion, like a motion. Uh-huh. Because I still feel like she still stands by a lot of the stuff she said she just now knows she can't say everything because people analyze, depict, and attack her for it. She feels like she's stifled and people are too 
sensitive and politically correct whereas i don't i don't think that she's actually i think she still thinks a lot of these things i think she got a huge awakening two years ago and yes it's coming back to haunt her it's nothing new but i don't think she fully ever grasped the whole thing she grasped the consequences and she got some awareness um but i don't think she fully i guess fully opened her mind to everything um as much as maybe she'll have to now i don't know yeah yeah like we all hoped and we all like we were mad we grieved we moved on we started accepting her again and yes this is old shit that's resurfaced but sorry the people that didn't hear it the first time they're now hearing it and there's a bigger mass and so I mean something like that like just something had to happen otherwise I I just I don't think that the show could go on and I don't think that people could support the show so um, I think that Bravo and Evolution took note of that and said we we have to do something you know sorry Stassi sorry Kristen good luck if they're talking about tweets 10 years ago from Max and Brett well Stassi's was only two years ago so they're they're kind of having to be a little bit equal and yeah it's what um the coming attractions for um part three looked really good i loved that Jax is um you know claiming that andy is being super hard on him and it looks like he's just super riled up and then ariana looks like she is just gonna go <laughs> off which you know that's always entertaining i hope so so yeah there we have it so you guys yeah we just want to say thank you again so much for your support like it you guys have been so supportive through all of this not that you know we deserve support or or what like this isn't our issue but it's just been so nice to have a community where we can talk about all this stuff and even the hard stuff you know this it hasn't been easy talking about some of these issues for us you know we just we're doing the best we can and Hope you guys are still enjoying. And, yeah, feel free to DM us or email us. Um, yeah, we're we're here. We respond. Yep. We listen. We love constructive criticism. We'd rather have a dialogue with you than you just like troll us and be like, "Winstar, we hate these losers." It's like that's fine. Whatever. That's your prerogative. But if you want us to actually listen, we're not going to listen to that because. Most podcasters, if you hear any podcasters, they just don't even look half the time because it's just, it's not constructive. So if you want your point heard, I will hear you. We will hear you. We will take your perspective, think about it, tell you ours, and maybe we'll change our mind or maybe we'll come to like, oh, okay, I didn't look at it that way. But like, it's, it's just much more effective to have an open dialogue than just troll someone. So I encourage, I'm not going to encourage you how to rate us. You do what you want. We'd love positive, obviously, but DM us if you want to have a conversation or even just make a point and, you know, it can be like, okay, noted, cool. And you can do it anonymously. We don't fucking care. Just like if you want to have an effect, then that that's where we'll pay attention so please you know hit us up 
um, and we support all you guys thanks for your support and yeah also remind you everyone's like why don't you have a patreon why don't you have a patreon it's like okay yeah we may and will and whatnot but we just we do this for fun I, I mean, we do like, we do have a Patreon. Like, there have been some people that have donated to the this week, so we do have one. And so we'll have to think about that going forward. I know so many people do. I'm not uh, into that, but I know we just we don't like to hold back on any anything with all of you guys, and we just appreciate everyone. So we don't want to be like, oh, for five dollars more, we'll tell you another secret. It's like I don't know. It just doesn't feel good to me, but. We'll figure it out. Whatever. Um, thank you for being here with us through this whole journey. And we'll go forward tomorrow. Thank you. Talk Bye. to you soon. Bye.